Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, it begins in three, two, one. Can you help us? Yes, we can. But firstly, there's no such thing as Annabelle. And there never was. Ghosts don't possess such power. I think what we have here is something extremely manipulative. It's something inhuman. It was a big mistake acknowledging this, though. And through that, the inhuman spirit tricked you. You gave it permission to infest your lives. What's an inhuman spirit? It's something that's never walked the earth in human form. Infestation, oppression, and possession. Yeah. This is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. And this is episode 622. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. He likes the idea of doing 10 different spinoffs from this movie, Dunaway. Oh, I like it a lot. Maybe too much. Oh, mm-hmm. hi. Mm-hmm. This week on Film Sack, we get up to the conjuring of some real scary shit. I'm talking something's behind the door. No, really, listen to me. Someone is behind that door that smells like rotted butt meat and anger and is telling me it wants to kill us all kind of scary shit. You don't hear that? Well, just head over to very haunted HBO Max, Max, and dial up the monitoring mics until all you hear is the pooping of the pants while hiding from this 2013 horror thriller about what happens when you make a move to the country with your four kids and a spouse and F around and find out about the property owning witches who uh, confess their love to Satan while hanging from a tree because just know they, they're about to curse the land that their dirty shoeless feet aren't even touching <laughs> and cause a whole that causes that whole thing is going to require a phone call to some demonologist and a Pope true story. Sort of Anywho, uh, I thought we could play a quick game of hide and slap. The rules are simple. Um, oh, it's a hide and clap. I'm sorry. Hide and clap. Uh, the rules are simple. I put on a blindfold, uh, spin around a few times while you go, while you go hide. And then when I say clap, you clap from your hidey hole, and I stumble about feeling around in the air until either I fall down the steps and die, or I touch Satan's face, and he pukes in my mouth, and we all die. Oh, come on, guys. Where are you going? It'll be fun. I promised. Hey, has anyone seen the dog? Randy. 
Will you stop moving my creepy haunted doll around? That's for the prequel. Randy? <laughs> Has anyone seen Randy? <laughs> yeah, man. That whole room is full of prequels, turns out. Yeah, yeah. You got a painting they, of a nun in there. They showed, the whole, they showed us the whole deck of cards, didn't yeah. they? Here you go. Really? Wow, yeah. that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to hear about that uh, that uh, weird telescope you see in the background. Yeah. Uh, behind. The, <laughs> can't wait for that one to come up. Exactly. The, the, peeping, the peepening. Yeah. The peepening. The peepening yes. Can't wait for the mm-hmm. peepening. Also, speaking of peepenings, joining us, Randy, he headbutts the closet when he sleepwalks Jordan. Aloha, Scott, Brian, Brian, and thank you for your interest in buying a new home sight unseen. You'll be glad to know that your new home is a house. That's it. That's all you're going to know about it. And that's completely normal, right? What, What you're undertaking in purchasing a house that you live in mm. is nothing like countless scary movies and tv shows and and books this this time it's going to be perfect for you unlike practically every book you've ever read where people do what you're doing and i'm going to help you see to it by giving you three rules number one don't buy this house anywhere in new england <laughs> or anywhere on the eastern seaboard or on any island literally anywhere Ideally, you shouldn't even be able to see water. Number two, Hmm. does your new house have a completely sealed up basement that you'll unseal within the first few minutes of living there? Just leave. Hmm. You don't need any further information. Just leave. Number three, (laughs) see that tree out front with the absolutely terrifying shape to it? (laughs) You shouldn't even be turning off the U-Haul at this point. You just make a five-point turn next to that tree and drive back where you came from. I know, I know, you were looking forward to christening the new place. First (laughs) of all, but more importantly, (laughs) you can get two rooms at a Motel 6 and christen one of them all night long. Now, you're sex freaks who don't have a demon watching, just like everyone else. (laughs) Without that hanging tree, should have been a big old red flag. Hell yeah. Yeah. When you went and looked at photos or was first checking it out with your agent. What's mm-hmm. with the tree is the first thing you ask. Mm-hmm. Anyway, now with Chris us finally. In, Chris bro- in a motel room uh, yeah. all night. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's gross. That is gross. Uh, <laughs> with us finally, Brian, he's covered in bruises and can't explain any of them. Maybe. Oh, boy. Wrestled with a bunch of different ones uh, this week. Uh, you know, I was going to do uh, the outfield. Uh, I just want to use yeah. your mom tonight. Uh, <laughs> I was going to do... Uh, <laughs> Uh, conjunction, junction, but make it possession, oppression, infestation, oh. junction. What's your function? Uh, decided, I, you know, I wanted something a little more mellow, a little sweeter, a little calmer. And oh, um, yeah, yeah. so I, I, I'm apparently uh, going to channel Ben Folds doing Suzanne Vega in this one. <laughs> They thought I was a creepy doll I live in your old creepy house And made your daughter climb through the wall (laughs) If you smell something late at night Something that smells like your ass lost a fight It's just a demon born from hell Just a demon born from hell Putrid festering stench from hell I think it's cause I'm angry You assholes up and stole my land (laughs) Maybe it's because I'm crazy When you come to hell you'll understand 
I only want to possess your mom And after that, I'll leave you alone I only want to take her soul <laughs> Bruise her up and swallow her whole Double her down like a pizza roll You've got five daughters, you won't miss one Bunk her head on the wardrobe, it sounds like fun And just three times you'll hear me knock At 3.07 I'll stop the clock Try to stop me, you stupid <laughs> nice. ah, I didn't nice. see that coming at all again. Yep. Totally, yeah. That was my that was my hide and clap right there. Oh, that was your hide man. and clap. Yeah, good, yeah. good idea. That was freaking so great. Clap. So when I when I do these, I always like I get the the karaoke song, but then that karaoke, the place I get these, they actually also provide guide vocals, mm, and okay. um, awesome. And I, I grab those too, but I keep them in a separate channel so I can just use them to make sure I get you know. As, as close as I can get notes right, uh, I try to get them. <laughs> we but, did amazing. Uh, this one, this one was so bizarre. I had to play a little bit of it for you. So this is the these are the guide vocals that came with Luca, okay. and I'm going to jump kind of right. to the middle here. All right, hold on. <laughs> Wait for it. Yes, I think I'm okay. Whoa! Oh wow! Rocked into the dark again. Ugh. Oh my God! If you ask, that's what I say. <laughs> that's not your business anyway. I, I, I guess Luca. I'd like to be alone with nothing broken, nothing thrown. Just don't ask me how I am. <laughs> Just don't ask me how I am. Wow. Anyway, That's too sexy. You should I, do that one. She sounds. I can't get over how scary it is. Yeah, like, well, it is scary. <laughs> it's just creepy when you hear it yeah. alone, right? Yeah, that's yeah. October as hell right there. Don't ask me how I am. How I if you, am. If you played that in another room, I would be terrified. <laughs> yeah. <to learn. laughs> yeah, that'd be a great trick, actually. But she sounded yeah. like some Armenian girl who's trying to find out where her tracksuit husband she, she really does. Body is. I mean, I think your name might actually be Luca. Oh, weird. Yeah. That was wild. All right. I'll never think of that song the same again. Thanks for that. <laughs> Very breathy. Yeah. I kind of liked it, though. Very, a little, <laughs> little Natasha there. She's looking for Moose yeah. and Squirrel. Yeah, what is Moose and Squirrel? The, the, weird, the weird thing is Suzanne Vega is as California as they come. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'd right. think they could maybe find <laughs> someone. I mean, I assume the karaoke, the karaoke stuff is just like whoever, right? That's it's, it's whoever, yeah. yeah, it's whoever submits it. So I mean, the the other ones I get, like I've got, um, <laughs> I've got isolated out Bobby Boris Pickett from the Monster Mash, and isolated out, you know, Rupert Holmes from the Pina Colada song, all that stuff. Weird. Those are all that all sounds creepy across the board. I don't like it. It kind of does, yeah. Well, Actually, happy no, Sacktober, uh, everyone. Oh, do you have more? Yeah, yeah. Do you have another one hand, yeah. handy? Let's I do it. have another one handy. You want to hear it? Yeah, I, I want to hear so it. So I haven't even listened to this one on its own. So Let's hear it. Let's see if this one is as... Which one's this one? This one, I believe, is Monster Mash. Uh, this is uh, the... the um, when my eyes beheld an eerie sight, for my monster from his slab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, I get that guy gets day. He rates. did the monster man. It's like a day rate actor guy. You can just hear. Yeah, it, it really is exactly like. <laughs> wow. Read these lines. We're going to put you in front of a heavily echoed microphone, and uh, yeah. And here's your twenty bucks. Yeah. Thanks. Stand stand with my iPhone in this bathroom and say these words. 
<laughs> That's amazing. Well, we're talking about the film The Conjuring. This is the 2013 movie, not the sequels or the spinoffs or the prequels or any of these other things. No, this is a The Conjuring. The Conjuring, the one that started it all, directed by James Wan, and uh, summed up pretty well here by Fake Fletcher. Let's uh, let's give him a chance to explain. The Conjuring! <laughs> Paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren work to help a family terrorized by a dark presence in their farmhouse. There is some scary shit in here. Rated R for rated rad. Dolls and a haunted house and lots of jump scares. Oh, and that dude from Office Space. Yeah, so... Oh, nice. The the voice, it started like normal. The conjuring. Like, that's what I expect. The conjuring. But I'm going to call the rest of it. What's, the, rest little, of the, what's the little bit at the beginning of the... I don't know. What's it that? put it in and it's I kept the, it. It's the, right? Is the. it? Let's try it again. The conjuring. No, oh, like, no, maybe not. I put... Uh, so there's a thing. There's a... St- maybe that's a vocal warm-up. There's a, there's, a, there's a little setting that you can slide around called... Uh, uh, was it? I forget the name. Weird, weird shit? No, it's like stability, I think. Oh, and okay. if you put it so you way made down, it very unstable. Yeah, like you put it way down. I got gotcha. you. You can put it in a red zone, which I didn't do, but you can put it way down close to this red zone, and then it poops out weird stuff like <laughs> for no reason. So right. <laughs> that, it's pretty weird. But anyway, it's great. And I don't know oh, why he got awesome. all serious in the back end. It's the same reading, yeah. so I don't know what happened there. But oh, it was really fun though. Anyway, I hope you keep doing that. It is the Conjuring or Conjuring, and uh, this was directed by James Wan, written by Chad Hayes and Carrie W. Hayes. I think they're brothers. I don't know. I didn't look that up. Starring Patrick <laughs> Wilson, Vera Farmiga, and Ron Livingston, among other people. I don't know why Lily uh, Tyler, is that her name? Hold Taylor. Lily Taylor. Taylor. I don't know why here she doesn't get more or closer to top billing because she's kind of the best she actor. In kills she kills Yeah, I mean, and she has to carry a lot of the weight of the of the show, like yeah. of the, yeah. Yeah. the stuff that goes on. Of the possessing She's I don't know. Good. I want to know about you guys. I spent like so. This movie has four stars. There's four. There's four main characters in yeah. this movie, right? There's, yeah. And they're two couples, and they're like set uh, kind of in opposition to each other in a way. And so, but for some reason, this movie never figured out what to do with Ron Livingston. Like his character <laughs> for, for me, I just spent the whole movie like yeah. you have the great Ron Livingston here, and he is just standing behind everybody else the entire movie. I wrote. I wrote a note about right that. Now. So I'm glad glad you brought that up i literally here's my literal note ron livingston just kind of walking around and asking how shit works that's what i wrote yeah yeah that's kind, I mean, of, that's kind of the character's role though right i mean i guess it's a so. shame that you cast it him is. but and livingston's uh uh you know his wheelhouse is comedy or or dry comedy mm-hmm. i mean i know he he was in what uh band of brothers or saving Private Ryan or one of oh, those? Oh, one of yeah, Band of Brothers, I believe. Yeah, I think everybody was in Saving Private Ryan, right? Yeah. That's Band of, Band of <laughs> Brothers too. too. Band of Brothers has everyone in their dog in that movie. It's so yeah. the, I need that to uh, I need to watch that. It's uh, I made a list. So <laughs> complete derail here, but Hollywood Reporter came out their list of the fifty best TV shows of the twenty first century, and mm. that's okay. one of the highest ones on the list that I've never seen. Really? So that might yeah. be my next. Oh, binge. you really should. But, it's it's excellent. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, hopefully HBO has. I'm sorry. Hopefully Max hasn't. Max. Uh, pulled it but um no livingston's wheelhouse is comedy dry comedy and so it's you you kind of i mean obviously he's not going to do that in a situation like this but you also can't even go near he can't go near that that area because you'll think he's being sarcastic or think he's being yes comedic Mm -hmm. it'd be very easy for him to be sarcastic just imagine if if this movie did have him as a little bit of comic relief though 
Mm. And I realized, I realized we just watched Cabin in the Woods and it's honestly just a better scary movie. And so like there were, I, there were all ooh. these moments during this one where I'm like, did you see we just ran right past that, by the way? Yeah. Just yeah. Ran yeah. Right past I, it. Like, yeah. like it was like, it was established. I really like uh, Cabin in the Woods, but The Conjuring <laughs> may be one of the best horror films in the last 20 years. So, wow. Wow. Okay. Really? Okay. Oh, wow. Right. Oh. Team, uh, team, G- what are we, Randy? Hold on. Let me do just, this. Let me just, I I'm just, somewhere in the mo- middle. <laughs> let, let, <laughs> let the man talk. He could make a, he might make a case that moves yeah, yeah, my yeah. opinion here. All please, right. Yeah, please do. Let's hear it. Oh, I mean, it just, it's, it's like, it's a little bit of an homage. It's just this mixing up of everything that we've seen in horror films from the 70s, the 80s, and 90s, and it just does it expertly. And uh, from from the the cinematography, from the from the mood, from the pacing, just everything from from the breathing elements in between that give you a moment, the jumps, just everything in here is just top notch. Taking what has been before and just doing it very adeptly. Well, so I mean I- it. It and it changed. I mean, look, look at the series it spawned. I mean, there's no question about mm-hmm. its impact. Well, it was very, very popular. Yeah, no doubt. This right. thing made yeah, a bunch of even, money. Has, even it's three very ninjas popular. had a sequel. It has a big yeah. no, no. That's, that's a big difference. <laughs> it's not like it's not like the con. It's not like the three ninjas came along and then there was a bunch of other three ninjas. No, it was. <laughs> it was the three ninjas universe, right? Is what you're right. The right. argument so, is that there's a. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I honestly, I feel like this was a this is kind of like a, it, it kind of like the the horror movies had kind of gotten kind of like they were fishtailing a little bit. Things were getting a little bit off the rails a little bit and they just kind of centered everything. And it was like getting back to basics. And I, that's maybe my problem with it, because I don't disagree with anything you said, but it's actually kind of my problem with it. And I and I'll acknowledge I think I may be on the lower, you know, I, I'm on the, the the outside on this a little bit for most people. I right. think most people do like this movie a lot. My biggest problem with it too. is my I, same. I've never seen any of these movies. My ever. biggest problem like, is is the is the no rules haunted house shit that I always complain <laughs> about. <laughs> It sometimes so what, spirits, what rules did it not have? What what the, rules was it? Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. There are most no egregious. What was the most egregious thing that it? If you can, if you can take a chair and throw it at someone, or knock a big giant piece of furniture on top of somebody, you'd be doing right. that from minute one. You wouldn't be yeah, coaxing right. everybody. You, you could just pick up a person and like twist them like you're wringing out a washcloth, and there you go. You're done. Yeah, uh, family finished. family problem solved. Yeah, you're, completed. <laughs> Completed. Like hunting, hunting complete. Yeah, and I, and I realize this is a thing. This is a fundamental well, problem that's, that's I have with haunted a, houses. This is a haunted well, house problem from top to yeah. bottom. Not this movie in particular. Not any haunted movie or haunted thing. And there's a reason I like The Haunting of Hill House so much. That series. I right. think it did the best with this stuff. And the reason I think it did is because it didn't focus on the house as much as it focused on the people who were being haunted and their relationships, their their family issues, their all of that stuff made that show really really great had it just been about did here had it just right. been well, about haunting my... i would have been annoyed no this is all very two-dimensional i don't really know the daughters hardly at all like mm-hmm. a bit barely barely cracked that egg the the dad and the mom i mean they're happy go lucky they got a cool house uh, who knows <laughs> maybe she, her bruises are weird like i don't they're not a lot of depth to those people i i don't, I, yeah. I really don't want to pile on but I, I really do want to explain how i approach this movie because i i want to be talked into loving it and watching the sequels so um for starters this movie starts 
by introducing a supernatural villain that it then puts in a glass case for the rest of the movie. That is wild to me. I want to like that. Just, like, just I tune want, in the next year for Annabelle. Sure. But I want some, I, I, I want the movie to make me like that, to make me like spend the movie going, what's going on with the doll again? And it, and it kind of does in the, in the third act, it kind of goes, Oh, we could also have another horror movie going on back at home with the little girl and her grandma. Uh, but not really. Mm. And so like, but, but my main approach to this movie was, okay, it's called the conjuring. All right. right. What is a conjuring? A conjuring is a human, uh, magic where a human says or, or does something that causes something else to come into existence. Oh, there's no conjuring going on here. It's just a name. There's mm. a, like, okay, all right. It took me a while to get over that. Like, I'm, I'm like, okay, that's, that's just a name for a movie. What this movie really is, is about a, an amateur exorcist who is going to perform an exorcism. Okay. That's, that's all right. I can, I can deal with that. That's a good story. Mm. I, like, it's going to be scary. Right. All right. But then it got me thinking, like, I'm watching this movie and I'm thinking about, gosh, there've been a lot of movies called the exorcist or the exorcism, or mm. this could have been called a, 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 a Connecticut exorcism or something like that. And it mm. would have been fine, but it would have been really derivative for a title. So I was just like, why did they call it the conjuring? I spent an hour in the middle of this movie, just wondering about the damn name. <laughs> yeah. Know? They never did. Nobody did an incantation to bring something about. Yeah. Nobody, nobody did. conjured anything. It's a haunted house movie. And for a haunted house movie to really work, I need I need a backstory, and that's really hard. There is nothing more difficult in scary movies than giving me a backstory without taking me completely off the, the track, mm -hmm. you know? Well and this movie has some people just kind of assert the backstory. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I I think there was a witch in Salem days. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> In cool. Salem um, days. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I wanna, I, that sounds like a lovely Saturday afternoon. We're going to go to Salem days. <laughs> Salem days. Yeah, yeah. We'll see you in a while. They got some food there. It'll be great. Um, <laughs> right, real I, real I quick. Really from a, to sound like I'm down on this movie. I want to like this movie really bad. That's kind of where I'm at. And I actually think all the actors are pretty good. I think that there's, there's reason to like this movie. And I think it's a good time. It's my second viewing of it. But... Merriam-Webster, by the way, defines conjure as the following. <laughs> two, two is this main, a TED Talk? Wait, wait, we're going back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, two major definitions. So I'm, I'll give you the second one first, which is to summon uh, by invocation or incantation. Could be devil spirit, whatever. That's the second one. But the first one might be what they're aiming for here, which is to charge or entreat earnestly or solemnly. So, for example, if you were going to have a lawyer represent you in court, you'd say, I conjure you to weigh my case well. Oh. Is what you'd say. So maybe I, that's the idea. It's like, hey, hey, dude, uh, owl guy from the Watchmen and the lady from all the other stuff, come on in here and you <laughs> clear our house out of. We entreat you earnestly with our conjure of you. Maybe that's. What I they think mean. we're mo the conjuring is mostly in reference to the witch Bathsheba, who uh, you know calls forth Satan and curses the land. So I think, I think we're looking at the results of the conjuring. Mm, so they're investigating, In they're investigating this conjuring you re you refer to. I right. This has mean. been around for a long time and a bunch of events that look like they're not related, but we're slowly narrowing in on, uh, the, the source of the problem. Sure. I could see that. Um, yeah. And it's fine. If this, if this horror movie didn't work for you, there's no problem with that. But I really still think, like I said, it's one of my favorites. 
uh, it went on to 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 make a bunch of other. And maybe because I've seen so many of the other ones, maybe it they've filled in it. some of the gaps, kind of thing. Like you think you yeah. can't think of this one without thinking the full universe that right. it's in because yeah. it all makes so, sense you know, to me. Is, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. This is the only one of the series I've seen. I have seen this movie twice now. This is the second viewing of it, but I am looking forward right. to seeing the other ones. If they, if they do, you know, uh, go back and kind of explain all the stuff in, uh, uh, in, in Wilson's uh, cabinet of curiosities. Um, <laughs> I think that's one of the things that gets me excited too, is we have this cabinet of curiosities. It reminds me of like everything. Rem- See, I grew up on stuff like, uh, are you afraid of the dark? And then in my kids went through the whole goosebumps things. And this just feels like a grown up uh, modeling of kind of this, where it's like, it, it's not funny. And it reminds me of like scary stories. It just, all this stuff reminds me of the horror that I grew up on. That was kind of aimed at, you know, more younger. And mm. it's a, it's a evolution of like fairy tales. And then it kind of like, it's kind of grown up. And like well, I said, and, it feels like it's, it's just really solid, in my opinion. It's and I feel I feel like we kind of trampled past the point. Lily Taylor is the star of a oh, horror God. movie. Hundred percent, kills it. Yeah. She's fantastic. Like, as as much as the movie trains you to enjoy close ups of Vera Farmiga, uh, like, and she's great. She's fine. But yeah. like, there is a horror movie, and Lily Taylor is in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything yeah. Else and it's is, easier. Is going on, yeah. Mm-hmm. And as an audience member, it's easier to connect with Lily Taylor and and to some degree Ron Livingston as they're freaking out watching all this stuff rather than you know calling Vera Farmiga. Oh well, uh, no, the you know she she pulled my necklace and uh, that sucks. But uh, you know there was a there's, there's definitely something in the basement as opposed to let's get the f out of this house. Yeah, <laughs> you know, this, the, the, yeah. The the but, script literally yeah. has Patrick Wilson say to somebody. I can't have Lorraine do any more of these because in the past there was a bad, uh, you know, like she's she, in the past, every time she's done this kind of thing, it's taken a piece of her. And the last one took a big piece. And I'm, and I was just sitting there like, you just told me backstory. Why didn't you show me that? Mm. What, what, why is Wait, this, why so is this movie really planning on, me so much? Are they planning on the sequel already? They kept flashing back to the, to the Canadian event where she, they did take a piece of her. We didn't oh, show it what Latin it was. Guy, the, um, the, well, the, no, that one, that the one, guy so, that was bleeding from his eye. Yeah. So real quick, I have some info on that. I watched the nun last week. Um, right. the nun is a spinoff, a prequel to this also. And there's a painting of that nasty nun in the conjuring somewhere in that room. <laughs> Um, the nasty nun. I think maybe nasty the Conjuring nun. Two shows even more than nun photo. There's more. Allus- yeah, and, and Conjuring Two, I think maybe better than this one. Maybe. Oh, I don't know about that. I think Two's kind of bad. But anyway, the point is, uh, <laughs> the Nun is is a very paint by numbers kind of horror movie. But I kind of enjoyed it. It was a kind more of a romp and crazy actiony kind of horror movie. Mm, okay. Um, but in it, they the very tail end of it, there's that scene from this with the guy with the bleeding eyes and the nun tells you where that all came from, like where that dude oh, started, right. okay. why he got the the cross showing up in his, in his belly, all that stuff. So they tie, it seems like all these movies, including the Annabelle spinoffs, this and the, what's the other one? The, the other little girl one. Anyway, I can't remember all the spinoffs, but all these conjuring spinoffs, they all have some part of it where Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga show up and and do like a yes, little TED talk. That's, that's and, the and hub, Scully and right? Mulder this shit. Yeah, yeah. they do. That's the, they yeah, do. that's the hub. That's the that's the reason. Yeah, you need those. Yeah, which I kind of like. And by the way, I think they're 
chemistry is great. I have no problem with Vera Farmiga, sure. Patrick Wilson. I'm I'm a little annoyed that it's based on real people because my guess is uh, those real everything about those real people is utter bullshit. I can do it in a movie. Oh, yeah. It's 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 mm. definitely you know uh, romanticized. I guess kind of is the word. It's just but holding hands around a table, going, "If you're in the room, give us a sign." Like yeah. that's, right, it is giving right. a legitimacy to what they did. How legitimate was it? So that's always the question, right? With that. Kind None, of, you know, the not at all. Kind of stuff. Zero. Well, I mean, but it is still the question. I it's, mean, you it's may the not. Que- question. It's the you, question. You dismissed it. Yeah, you that's dismissed a, it. But, but that's a question. That's a question for 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 dumb people. I'm going to get shit for this. Oh, that's a question. Sure? Go ahead, tramp, go ahead and trample on them. Go ahead. I want. I can't wait for the email. Uh, I, that's a question for dumb people. I guess there, you don't believe in ghosts either, right? No, let's, I don't. Of course not. Oh my god. Yeah. And then tell people how they're stupid for believing in ghosts. Tell them that they're dumb for believing in ghosts. I understand being freaked out. email again is... Look, if you wake up in the middle of the night and you thought you saw something, you're supposed to be afraid because your your biological imperative is to survive, and that was a scary moment. But if you start ascribing that it was a spirit, and I think it was your dead grandpa trying to tell me... Nope. Nope. Uh, it was Scott, it was based on a true story, trip alert. Um, right. I, <laughs> yeah, let's play that. Hold on, that. When a movie starts yeah. with... Yeah. Like a, you, sit, you sit down to watch fiction... I mean, and you know it's fiction. This is a scary movie. You know it's going to yeah. be fiction. And it's just like it starts with that. Uh, it's based on a true story. Come on, movie. Don't. It used don't to be a lot better before so we could. It used to be a lot better before we like the Blair Witch Project. I mean, there was this, you know, the viral yeah. marketing you know, that thing was outrageous. Yeah, we yeah. all because there was no way to really go. Oh, that sounds like bullshit. And you look around. It's like some people are saying bullshit, but some people are saying maybe so. So it's like I don't know. Mm. And uh, it does give you like just a little bit of air of oh. Okay, I better take this a little more I, serious. I had, well, that's the I had, that's the goal, but I don't think you're yeah. supposed to. You shouldn't take it. Like if somebody says this is based on true events and they do it in right. that tone, my brain it's, immediately goes, "Well, uh huh, let's go." I agree. Yeah. I like how they I like how they did it because I I kind of forgot that that was like an aspect of this the movie The Conjuring. I kind of forgot that it was supposed to be like it was supposed to be based on true story. Of course, very very loosely got a couple of character people that yeah it's based on anyway. Uh, but I kind of forgot about that because it's so underplayed in this. It's just like a little tagline. It's like, oh, based on a true story. Yeah, and I think at the end, it's always fun in your movie. It's fun It's fun in your movie if you can show the final credits and then have pictures of the real people. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. I like that. But that's And I know, there are, I know there are people. Are way creepier. And I know people, when they see that, they go, oh, well then, does that mean? And I immediately went to see what some autocomplete Google searches were. And right. of course, there's a million that go, is the conjuring real? Were the people that were the ghosts that were there? Were they real? Like they're all these things. <laughs> and so part of me likes it because it's fun narratively. Part of me hates yeah. it because people are stupid. It's, it well, but yeah, but it's it's very much campfire fodder, right? That's that's mm-hmm. that's how this story seems. It's like, oh, let me tell you these stories. And so you you kind of like even when you used to listen to like the story about the hook man, and you used to sit around and tell scary stories by the campfire that's that's what you're supposed to do you're kind of like going hey man i got a story hold on tell me more about this hook man is that a real thing you used to get stories i've never heard the the the, the hook man stuck in the door handle right yeah the second door is a couple of a couple of it's it's always the cautionary tales a couple of people teenage kids uh, making what they're not supposed to do i heard uh, something the the the, you know the boyfriend gets out next thing you know you know, there's there's a there's a head on top of the roof of the car making noise, and she escapes. She tells the police, "Oh my god!" Is this from a movie, or is it just a story people would tell? This is a story people. This is called yeah. oral history. This is what we used to do uh, in 
That's what we did back in the old days. Yeah, the olden times. The old days. Yeah. Before I had moving yeah. pictures. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd never heard. I just had, I've been to a lot of campouts and stuff. I never heard that one. That's yeah. Crazy. You ever heard yeah, like that, the, that is the that is the place that they tell you that story is around exactly. a campfire. Exactly. Wow. Uh, no wonder. No wonder you're so cynical. You didn't get to grow up with the crazy. Oh yeah. I didn't have some adult drunk. Yeah. Half drunk people. <laughs> Telling no, you scary stories. We got all that too. Well, I got. I had all that. It was just never specific about a guy with a hook. I, I feel like the hook thing. That just reminds me of. I saw. I know what you did last summer. Didn't that guy have a hook? Mm, they they did, well, they yeah. they've played it up so many times in movies. You've seen it a million times, but yeah. it's based on the urban legend or the the tale that we, used we to should tell. do that one. By the way, that should we should yeah. get that in. And yeah. there may be even a movie. It is the one that. Or something. It's funny because that is the one that got recommended to me at the end of. Uh, or no, it was it was uh, YouTube recommended it after I was looking at the movie clips. For for the conjuring this morning. Oh, um, okay. getting making right. last notes. Oh, Brian so uh, Dunaway is correct. There's a movie called uh, the hook. Oh, it's called the hook, but it's based on the yeah. hook man. Yeah, mm. okay. not to be yeah. confused with hook. No, that's right. Watch. Totally, no. totally different. But different yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. just you know, it was well. It's originally uh, the story uh, is is mid fifties, and it was supposedly, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, Dear Abby column and all this other stuff. So anyway, yeah, it's it's old old story. Uh, like the we ever heard the the man with the golden arm is a story like that too. There's all kinds of things with people having appendages that aren't mm-hmm. the right appendages. Yeah, it scares people. It's yeah. all it's all working. so in in Vegas. There's uh, this this collection of uh, stuff. This little tour you can go on called Zach Bagans uh haunted tour or something like that and then you know you go through this this whole museum and he's got like a bunch of uh letters and clown outfits from john wayne gacy and ted bundy yes. stuff and the dr kevorkian's van is in there and um it really is <laughs> his van is like a weird his, thing his, his van <laughs> was he, he apparently well he did a few of the, yeah, the things he, in the van um but they've also got the quote-unquote annabelle doll and it's um it's like behind glass, kind of like uh, Patrick in Wilson has it in his uh, in his thing. And if I remember correctly, and I hope I'm not confusing with, because there were like three or four creepy dolls in this place. Like, oh, they're all haunted <laughs> with different spirits. And then you just put them in the same glass case and let them duke it out. It'd be mm-hmm. kind of fun. Mm-hmm. But uh uh, you had to you had to say her name when you walked in the in the room to look at her in the case, and then you had to say bye, or else she would follow you if you were if you oh, weren't like polite to follows. the dolls. We need to then... watch that too. That was <laughs> right. Is that the plot of it? Follows. I thought that was just like like well, anytime, once you watch you know, this. It's, uh, it's a really old idea that when you say a name, it gives it power. So, I mean, it's, it's just an old story. Yeah. That's point. an old, it's that's like really saying good. Beetlejuice that's, three times or five that's times. Why, that's why I personally misname Annabelle. I, right. I walk in. Oh, she's that, really pissed at you yeah, now. I, 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 I will guarantee you there's more than one. Annabelle? I guarantee you there's more than one Annabelle doll on display in various parts of this country. I'm sure there are. Right. Yes. Yeah. And, what, and what is it about this country? We could have a whole dis- discussion about how the United States of America has somehow generated this entire genre of like thinking. Yeah. But um, I, I just I just want to walk into that little that little part of the museum with some complete strangers standing sure. there looking at Annabelle. And yeah. Walk in and say. Uh, hello, Ariel. <laughs> Hi, Ariel. <laughs> Ariel, the scary oh, it's, it's doll. It's just a thing yeah. me and Annabelle have. 
Yeah. She thinks it's hilarious. It's great. Uh, real, real quick, the um, I didn't know this. I did a little deep, deep dive on the Annabelle thing, even though she barely makes an appearance in this movie, but I knew about the spinoffs. Um, the Conjuring at Universe doll is way different than the one it's inspired by. The one it's inspired by is a straight-up Raggedy Ann. It's a Raggedy Ann doll, yeah. 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 So is that the one that's on the tour? Just That's the, the one that's on the tour, and Zach Bagan's got apparently, like, he did some video where he was showing the doll, and he opened the case and touched the doll, and apparently Twitter went crazy about him actually touching the doll. Like, you're not supposed to do that. It's yeah. gonna Tran- don't you know transference? Oh my exactly. Jamus. Yeah. It's, the, it's one of the three things that Patrick Wilson writes on the whiteboard. Let me tell you but, what I would do. If I saw that doll and I had access to it, I would pick it up. Right. I would rub it all over myself. I, I would I film would. it. I would film I it. Can't and I can't wait would... for you to get haunted. It would be my favorite thing ever. Because it yeah. won't happen. And now my pee-pee's purple. <laughs> <laughs> I told you not to rub it yeah. on Speaking your junk. purple pee-pee's. Pe- purple yes, pee-pee. Yeah. Did, any, did anybody else like kind of double take when the first thing the couple does when they move into their new house is like, oh, we need everybody to go to bed so we can go have sex in this dirty. Don't you have I mean, enough kids? It's so dusty in there. They want know? they want a boy finally, right? That's the deal. They're just trying to get a yeah, boy. Yeah. Five I girls. Appreciate the fact, I appreciate the fact that Ron Livingston never once, his character ever once, like pointed out the fact that he was the only dude there yeah. with all the, you know, with all the, you know, it's like, oh, the women are all hysterical. Yeah. Most most yeah. movies would most movies would yeah. have some kind of uh, commentary on yeah. being yeah. being a man surrounded by women. Yeah, especially right. one set in the seventies like this. By the way, I think the movie does itself a massive favor by being set in the seventies. I think that yeah. the seventies is a perfect backdrop for serial killers, slasher people, weirdos yes. under the uh, under the bed, whatever natural bullshit. Absolutely, yeah. it adds. It, I mean, just doing that adds an extra level of creepiness to the film, and I think that's mm-hmm. doesn't uh, one of the um, uh, Flanagan things or a couple of the Flanagan things are set in the seventies, aren't they? The uh, uh, right, like midnight. Uh, yeah, and at the very least, at the very least, they try to get away from technology. Like he, he likes his stories to be, you know, out in yeah. out in nature. And a lot something. of a lot of the childhood parts of what they tell in in the uh, Haunting of Hill House are in the late seventies, early eighties. So you have kind of a, a all your throwback scenes when the kids are little, uh, and then you jump forward to a current time when they're older. But I, I man, that guy, he he. He turned me around because I really dislike haunted houses. I think they're dumb and 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 again without having any rules. When people ask me, Scott, what do you mean about rules? Let me explain real quick. Zombies have rules, and sometimes you can change those. But you but you tell us when you change them in your movie or whatever. These zombies can pick up weapons. These ones can make grunt sounds that are sort of communicating. But for the most part, you have a set of rules for zombies. You have a set of rules for vampires. Can't be out in the sun unless you want to get sparkly and stupid like twilight but again at least they make changes to their own rules and it's clear to you they're changing them but they look in a mirror and they see nothing they don't like crosses and holy water you know you have these rules mm-hmm. haunted houses right. nobody has any effing rules and maybe those are the rules i understand the argument there but i still don't think this is this is not a haunted house movie there's well, ghost in it, it- Okay. It's haunted land. Yes. And it's a house on that land. I yeah. Mean, and Lily right. Taylor can't leave the house without turning all per- full purple until she, until she, uh, lets the bean in to a certain point. Right. Well, I guess so. Th- th- I, I, that's, I just, that's kind of the whole conceit here that I'm giving it. It's like, Oh, uh, we've, we've established that this being can only have power once it starts getting, 
uh, under the people's skin. Otherwise, it's pretty much power. Well, look That's at Evil Dead. If, if you look things. at Evil Dead, no, there was never a time on right. Evil Dead where I went, "Oh, it's the it's this cabin that's that's." Uh, Are haunted. you comparing this to Evil Dead? Go yes, ahead. I am. Con- right, the, the cabin in Evil Dead and Evil Dead right. Two and all that is not the haunted entity. That house right. just has a whole bunch of shit go down in it, but it's right. not the it's not the house itself. Um, right. is there's a portal nearby and there's the book of the dead. Yeah. And all that. Yeah. And there, and that's literally a conjuring. They should call that movie, the conjuring. Right. Um, and, and so that I can deal with when you start bringing demons from somewhere. Cause you write a thing in a book, all bets are off. The rules are fine. Do whatever you got to do. And this one, it's like, no, these doors are moving on their own. There's furniture flying. It's a haunted house movie. Yeah. And Scott, weren't you a little bit tripped up? Because I was. When Patrick Wilson just suddenly says to Ron Livingston, well, uh, it doesn't matter if you leave. They'll just follow you now. Because oh. like that felt like they were undoing a pretty major rule of a haunted house, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 That's the one rule they have, which is <laughs> it's the, the in the house. Limited to the house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. That's what he's saying. They, they may be powerless in the beginning, to, but as they move their possession on as they go through the three steps eventually they can become mobile so why they, didn't any of the other people who in. lived in that area lived in those they're houses? dead people, yeah those people all got killed by, the, by, by whatever they conjured right i, I just <laughs> I, I like that moment really tripped me up i because I, I was really like oh okay so we didn't need this house to be such a classic haunted house with four sides and uh, rooms that enter into other rooms and a basement that was boarded up and then they broke into the basement. Like a, it was so tropey as haunted houses go, right? right. That I kind of wanted them to continue to like steer it, steer into the skid. And instead, it's like the movie doesn't even know that it's a haunted house movie. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, it does, and it, and it breaks some of those. You know, traditions or tropes or whatever, and plays with them in ways we're maybe not used to. Like, I think there's really good skill and stuff going on here. <clears throat> I think James Wan's a great director. You know, you say whatever you want about the the Saw series. That first Saw movie was, you know, a bit of a horror revelation. Uh, and he had a real moment with that thing. Yeah, and he torture he, porn was really yeah. it's like, oh, brand new. We got some torture he porn. A new genre. Yeah, well, or he at did. Least, uh, and he may amplified have amplified it. We find it. And he may yeah. have done it the best for you know. I I couldn't. I can't stand like Hostel. There's a few others that are real bad. Mm-hmm. But James Wan's a good director, and then he goes on to do some really big mainstream things. He keeps coming back to horror here and there. Um, I, I just I have nothing but respect for the dude and his ability to make cool shit. Uh, I just think that. If it were me, like I, it's funny. The Nun is a lesser film, and we haven't all seen it, so this is kind of you just kind of have to take my word for it, I guess. But sure, that movie's a lesser movie in terms of like um, scope and skill and director and all that. It's just a lesser film. How, uh, however, I had more fun in The Nun than I did this because The Nun is just balls to the wall. There's a crazy nun in this castle, and we're all going to die. And it's set in the fifties, and you know, there's priests yelling stuff and. And the nun's terrible and all this stuff. And it's just kind of a good romp where this one wasn't a big, it wasn't really a romp. There were moments of real terror, like real scary moments. That's the reason it's rated R. Mm-hmm. There's no sex. There's no swearing. There's no, you know, Very there was, no blood. other reason. Oh, but there's some, there's some foot jerking. Ooh, that would scare the shit out of me. Yeah, that's if my I point. was sleeping and something went snatch my leg and jerk me oh my god the trivia trivia says the james hair pulling and stuff yeah. james, james wan and some other people uh, the the producers were surprised they got an r rating and when they petitioned the mpaa according to the trivia they said uh 
it's just because this thing's so scary. It's nothing about the content. There's no blood in this thing, yeah. hardly. You know, it's a little bit. Very in, mm-hmm. Some very intense moments, uh, and it's played really well um, by by the, the young actresses who are just, just, I totally believed that there was something behind the door. I'm like, oh, she, she, she was good. Yeah. It, was, it was so good. The little sister, the um, one that was home when they were all at school. Right. Eh, Unfortunately, was, yeah. it's hard for me to remember exactly who it is because in IMDb, all these people are now grown. <laughs> They're all adults. They don't, and they they don't look yeah. nothing yeah. like their kid pictures. And I'm like, oh, which kid was it again? Because it was four of them, I think. You know, yeah. which is April, Joey Cindy, King was the Nancy. Yeah. They all yeah. have Brady Bunch names, too. And they all had Brady Bunch names, so I yeah. apologize. They all did amazing in convincing me. Just great facial acting of, oh, shit. I think Joey King for me was the best of the bunch, too, with yeah. her. Like, she was the one who was freaking she out. She stood about out. The, the demon behind the door that her sister yeah. wasn't seeing and all that stuff. And yeah, she, uh, she has a standout face. You know, she was going somewhere. So. Yeah. Is she, well, you look at it. It's like, is that Chloe Grace knows? No. Yeah. She's very similar, very similar look that. between Joey King and, uh, right. Chloe Grace yeah. And 20, perhaps. 2013 would have been right, about right for that too. So yeah. I could see yeah. that. Um, for me, yeah. it was, uh, it was Kyla Devers, April. She has, she's the youngest and she has the, amazing role of carrying around this music box that when you open it oh, up, it, yes. it mm. plays a it play. It makes a mirror swirl and you look in the mirror and uh, that's just a great, by the way, absolutely great idea, prop, etc. Not the first time we've ever seen it, but it was just really, really well handled. This movie, you find yourself looking into that mirror and just yeah. bracing and yeah. the and movie it, never pays it off. The movie gives it, you a couple of little glimpses, yeah. but it never like jump scares you looking in that mirror. And I, I really appreciate that. I did too. Boy, I, I these, that. The, the young one's gone on to do nothing. May, may, mo, mostly horror movies. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Oh, no, it's fine. You know, make a career yeah, out of whatever you got to do. But... Doing that, yeah, do do it. Yeah, uh, J- James Wan's uh, first assistant director on this movie was Albert Cho, and Albert Cho mm. is known for being like a, a legendary assistant director, right? Mm, mm. Right. And we've this is our first James Wan movie on FilmSack, but we have seen Albert Cho's movies on FilmSack for years. Like he was the assistant director on. Beverly Hills Cop 3 and Lethal Weapon 2 and National Treasure mm, and The Adventures mm. of Ford Fairlane and this wow. kind of thing. And uh, I just love that. I love those little things about these kind of movies where you have, uh, like, it feels like a newer movie to me, but you can have people who are kind of like very experienced uh, at, at the helm, so to speak. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, that stuff's amazing. Like, I will give this film big credit for vibe and tone. And uh, what about your ghost hunters there for a minute? Well, what'd you think about Officer oh, Brad? And those guys, I love <laughs> Officer Brad. I love this crew. I love this crew. Do you? It I'm not. I'm not so sure about Officer Brad, but I. Uh, it was the only time I maybe laughed in the movie. There wasn't much. I really wanted he, Officer Brad. Drew to have their the, own uh, the wall by yeah. the the, the uh, yeah. Yeah, plus his name is John Brotherton, which is just a great name. Brotherton, Brotherton, and then Shannon Cook was uh Cook was the was Drew. He was the the technician guy, right? Oh. I love some of the sound design work in this thing too. Yeah. I love these these nods they had, like the 70s era facial zoom. Uh that zooms in way too fast. Always creeps me out. I there's something so super like zoom doesn't bother me as long as you take it at a, at a you know a leisurely p- pace. But once you get over a certain speed, uh when you're zooming in on people's faces, it's really weird. Well, that's Especially 70s got, as hell too, right? Very 70s yeah, technique. Yeah, such a dissonance to it. And it is it just yeah. really freaks me out. But I loved 
when they were micing up and everything and doing the, you know, cranking it up and getting the getting the white noise going on. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. just yeah, yeah a yeah, lot of good, ambient good noise. Design. It, yeah. yeah. I'm no, somewhere good. between Dunaway and and you know the Others. the other two of you. <laughs> Scott, yeah. The other two guys. Uh, <laughs> the other two guys. No, I mean I'm just like you know basically positioned somewhere between as far as I thought this was good. I, I right. immediately can think of uh, um, other horror movies I've seen recently, newer ones that I think do a better job with suspense and do very little gore, very little jump scares, but still scare the crap out of me barbarian is the first one that comes to mind is oh, yeah, as like dude, a, that thing Shoof. um it, great modern horror but uh that thing's yeah so i good. mean I, I think i'm kind of you know like dunaway i kind of want to see the rest of the universe to kind of fill in and maybe appreciate this one more as as the uh, one piece of a whole rather than it on its own yeah right yeah i kind of that's the funny thing as much as i don't love haunted house movies i kind of do want to see the rest of them i haven't seen any of the spinoffs none of the prequel well, except mm. the nun i saw the nun you've seen the nun yeah mm-hmm. i would <clears throat> i'd be even interested in the nun too which i guess is in theaters now mm-hmm. uh oh saw x is still out there too i kind of want to see that yeah you know, you know what i kind of wonder <laughs> if patrick wilson is up to the task and i guess we i mean we can see these he has movies. a new one being made right now so mm-hmm. uh, but like historic we have history now and these movies haven't done that well right they're not like a towering giant series they've done well movies. enough they've done well right. in the horror department feel like they've done pretty good yeah they've done well enough they've yeah. they, they're definitely making their money right yeah they're so, paying their way they're they're i mean that when this movie came out the year it came out was a big surprise hit like yeah, people flocked to it for some reason. I don't know what happened that year, but it beat all the other competition, which was I can't remember what the competition was. There's something that was huge that was opening that weekend. 2013. Yeah, hmm. I can't remember what it is. Um, shit, there was something. We'll look up movies from 2013 and there find was, out. Yeah, there was something that d- debuted similar time and got creamed by it, which nobody saw coming. So I don't know. You know, audience uh, was it movie 43. Oh, that no, wasn't. That wasn't. <laughs> I'm sure but that was the, it. Yes. The, the Purge, same year. Now, that was also a genre-defining That was also moment, a big right? hit, though. The Purge was a pretty yeah, big hit. Yeah, it was a big hit. But again, oh. a, a big hit in terms of, like, you know, horror-tier hits are different. Than- wow. If you put movies from 2013, everything listed is horror movies. It's a big oh, year is for that Google Is that Google reading me, or is it... I would literally put movies from 2013, What to Watch, Purge, Mama, The Conjuring, Double... Uh, good and evil. What's this one? So Dark skies. The All day Hallows this was Eve. the mm. Friday. This was released. Uh, Friday, right. July nineteenth. Uh, you had the sequel to Red, the Bruce Willis, uh, mm. John Malkovich. You had R.I.P.D. The Rest in Peace oh, Department. Yeah. Oof. Say it. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Another coming soon to a film sack near you. Oof. And then just like a bunch of garbage, like Girl Most Likely, Only God Forgives, Evidence Grabbers, uh, Iceberg Grabbers. Slim. Ways to Live Forever, Under the Bed, The Act of Killing. Yeah, I can't. Nothing we got, okay, I don't know what it was. Something got Maybe it was, something got hit, and I don't remember what it was. So I don't remember. It could have been, let me see what was the week before, because it might have just still been a uh, yeah, Maybe it uh, knocked something out of top slot or something. Pacific like Rim was the week before. That might have been, been it. it. That might have been yeah. it. I was Grown Ups 2. Yeah. Uh, that movie was, you know, a decent year VHS for. VHS 2. Good movies like Captain Phillips came out that year. Her, that was great. Great Gatsby, Lone Survivor, Twelve Years a Slave, American Hustle, that first Hobbit. Movie. Oh, that was the highest grossing films. Twenty thirteen. It was a big Frozen. one. Frozen was the biggest. Wow. 
Yeah, Frozen. Uh, Hunger it. Games did real well, Catching Fire. You had your Dallas yeah. Buyers Club, Saving Mr. Banks. You had a lot of Oscar oh. shit in there. August oh, Osage shit. County, you know. Star Trek Into Darkness. Woo. Yeah. Snowpiercer. Best movie of that year, Snowpiercer, in my opinion. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, is the Insidious... Uh, those movies aren't tied to this, right? That's a different deal. Mm. Not there's anything. That's not a crossover. Okay. Not I mean, con- it's kind of like it feels like it when you look at it. It's like, oh, is that uh, the is that a doll nose kid? Ah, oh, scary. Maybe so. Oh, it's Patrick Wilson's in it. Maybe that's the maybe reason. that's the connection. Uh, that might be. Maybe. Uh, this is two years before Patrick Wilson. Story wise, though, was it? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Now the films are The Conjuring, Annabelle, The Conjuring Two, Annabelle Creation, The Nun, Annabelle Comes Home. Uh, the Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, The Nun Two, and Annabelle Goes to Camp. So yeah. just Pat, those, Patrick, yeah. Uh, so just Patrick Wilson's your connection there. That's pretty much yeah, it. Please exactly. tell me you made the Annabelle Goes to Camp. I up. totally made okay. that last. All right, because <laughs> I was just I was gonna I was gonna claim off the rails uh, chart jumping going on <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, yeah, little yeah. Bit. but uh, but it was something. Annabelle about saves it. Christmas. Uh, <laughs> oh, I would watch that. I also I'd don't like that. haunted doll movies. I don't love. Uh, the Chucky things, other than the tongue-in-cheek stuff. Oh, like, but that's not so, a doll movie, right? Yeah, Chucky's a doll. I guess it is. It's completely a doll. It's like a but here's, but, All right, so as someone... But Brian, you've seen the Annabelle <laughs> yeah. movies, correct? Yeah, well, uh, I've seen the first one. Did I see the second one? I don't think I've seen... Okay, seen well, we can, we can, yeah. you can answer my question just based on the first one. In this movie, they say, well, Annabelle actually, you know, it's just a doll. It's just the doll that was the conduit for Bathsheba to... to to um, make it to this plane of existence and start hunting shit. So right. if if Annabelle the doll is not right. really that relevant, why are there three Annabelle movies? <laughs> <laughs> right. Or the nun painting. Why does it not matter? There she is. I mean, I'm sure they do they you can tell me this done away in the do Annabelle they movie. The doll or? Do they do they <laughs> right. have uh, do they have stuff with Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga at the beginning or end where they do a little Ted talk about the doll. It's kind of hilarious because I kind of forgotten that it was less about them in the conjuring. I thought they were in it a whole lot more, but it's been about two years since I watched the conjuring maybe. Um, And now you're making me question if there's, I don't think there's, I think they do some cuts, but have they ever actually, they were actually in the Annabelle thing that they, geez, now I can't remember. It's been probably just as long since I watched it. Maybe at least two or three years more or more. Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, Anna, I the movie Annabelle doesn't list them as yeah. as, as uh, you know, actors. Like okay. it's got it's got Alfrey Woodard. Yeah, it's got oh, a couple yeah, of yeah. cast members that oh. are pretty good. Uh, Tony Amendola, we like him. He plays Father Perez. Big shock. Uh, <laughs> that's about so it. This is a, so it does say it's a prequel to The Conjuring. So it's a prequel, it's, yeah. So yeah. The, so basically, I'm not sure is, they it show the, up is it the story of the, the way, nurses? Though. Basically, the nurses who had the the doll in their house and oh, right, right, right. Yeah, nurses. The third and one, a couple other, the, th- the third one's called Annabelle Comes Home. It's from 2019, and it does star Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga. So yeah. that's that's Maybe a that's good sign, I think. Mm. Have I seen another one? They tie it like, all together. I, I, I'm trying so hard to like really come around on this movie. Like I really want to because mm. like there's a thing we do every year now, and it's not it's not something that used to be a thing. I, I really genuinely believe that more than like 20 years ago, there weren't clubs of people who would sit and watch scary movies in October. Like we're, we're, we're part of a trend, right? Mm -hmm. And doing this is, 
it gives you feelings, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah. like you want, you want to like the movies. Like, uh, just this week I heard about a movie and I like went and looked it up and I was like, this is a scary movie I've never heard of. And I was like, I'm putting this on my list. Like not, not film sack list, just my personal, I'm going to watch this scary movie sometime before the end of this month. And that's just weird, you know? Yeah. But like, I hope it's good. <laughs> and I want this movie to, I really want to come away remembering the country as like a, a movie that I'm going to watch again some October in the future. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh. it's, uh, I think this movie's good enough to make it a, an annual thing like that. I, I don't want to make it sound like I hate this movie. I just well, am mad at the genre of haunted houses. That's all really. I know we've got our, we've got our Sacktober list you know pretty pretty squared away but let me know now are we thinking we're going to watch some more of these or should i if i'm interested in following the controversy or the anniversary or whatever it is the uh i would really like to try to watch annabelle next year yes oh that'd be great annabelle but if you so what if you went mainline conjuring movies brian just stayed in the conjuring sequels i could do that or what if oh see i don't know if they have like crossover though do they have like uh stuff that would matter crossover you know what i mean like um like the know, nun, you mean, or uh, no, no, no. Like uh, I mean, like does Annabelle? Because these movies came between each other, so Conjuring one yeah. and two are split by an Annabelle movie. Is that important right. for two? I don't I'm know. Annabelle. I don't know. Uh, no, no. She did. Annabelle appears in the. You don't need that. It's not that. It's okay. not that deep. Okay. I mean, they 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 touch each yeah. one of them. They kind of like reach out a little bit, but yeah. It's not, it's not that severe. Yeah, you that's you know we almost need like uh, the timeline, or I guess there's somebody something has the oh, timeline on it. Yeah, the Wikipedia page does have the yeah. timeline. So the nun, nun and nun two first. took place in the fifties. Right, that's the Annabelle first. creation is fifty six or fifty eight. Mm. Oh, was uh, it that far back? I know there was like was back, it like a yeah. doctor and something in the Annabelle, and then I don't know how the nurses. That, I don't know. Somebody medical. And then it's always got, medical stuff. Annabelle takes place the year before The Conjuring, then Annabelle comes home a year after The Conjuring, seven years after Annabelle, I'm sorry, uh, six years after The Conjuring is The Conjuring 2, and then another four years after that is uh, Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. By the way, Annabelle, the movie Annabelle, uh, also stars a favorite of mine, and I think probably Scott's as well, Annabelle Wallace. Annabelle stars in Annabelle. Uh, But from Peaky Blinders, Shelby's uh, initial love interest. The oh, I, yeah, she's yeah, yeah. really good. Big fan. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's we yeah, we talked about her before. She's great. Mm-hmm. She's you know great. movie I really love during this time. And for some reason, every time I watch a haunted house movie, mm. I I really just love Kevin Bacon's Stir of Echoes from. I I love that. Oh, movie. I forgot about that movie. I don't know if I ever God, saw it. Oh, it's so good. Stir of Echoes. Why do I not? Well, know? okay. Okay. I think it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I believe you. I do. Uh, yeah, yeah. David Kep directed Kevin Bacon, uh, Ileana Douglas. The short watch. It's how my, I highlight my horrors. You know, I just realized, I just, I just realized a contradiction in my head. I like, I really like the shining, but it's, mm-hmm. it's yeah. a haunted bigger house, but it's still a haunted yeah. house. Yeah. Um, yeah. what do you think about, uh, the Ryan Reynolds when he does the Amityville horror? What'd I didn't see that. that? Oh, you good? see that? We should watch that one too. Wait, Ryan Reynolds. I, did, once again, was this, a, was this a reboot of Amityville that yeah, I completely yeah, yeah. forgot about? Yeah, completely yeah. blacked out. Okay. Absolutely, it is. I and we didn't watch it here. Okay, fine. No, we watched the first one because <laughs> I needed to get over my fear of that damn movie. 
Oh yeah, I he had the Ryan pre- Reynolds I thought he did a pretty one. good job. I thought it was I thought it was okay. I mean, it wasn't great, but it was okay. Ryan Reynolds, Melissa George, and Jimmy Bennett from night or sorry yeah. from and twenty. This one has Chloe Grace in it. So if you want some Chloe Grace looking Chloe Grace, here you go. Yeah, I like her. <laughs> Instead of just a Chloe Grace lookalike, you get the real right. Chloe Grace. You get the real. So, oh, interesting. Philip Baker Hall's in that. Oh my gosh. Mm. I mean, we should like see I that. said, it's not the best, but it. It provided entertainment. I I like watching Ryan Reynolds slowly lose his shit. It's pretty good. But isn't that Ed, Ed, I can, I can and, tell you that, that yeah. October is just not long enough for all the hard. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. It really so, is. Especially for me. <laughs> we can still pepper them throughout the year, but whatever. It's yeah. yeah we yeah, like yeah. to cram all these in. Um, that was so. Am I up in the night, or did I read that Ed and uh, what's her name, the real people, Warren, yeah. Ed, Warren, uh, Lauren, were the Lorraine. ones that went to the Amityville Horror House? Like the actual oh, house, I, they 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 were they, yeah, they had their they had their fingers in everything. I'm sure they did. <laughs> By the way, uh, Vera uh, Farmiga was also well. I guess about this time where this movie set, I guess she was also uh, in uh, Norman's. Uh, she was attic, Norman right? Bates. Bates yeah. Motel. Yeah, she thing. was up in. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was Norman Bates. You're right. She would. <laughs> yeah, she, she no, would she become. Was, she would be. I mean, in a real way, she would become right. Norman Bates in a weird way. She would transform. Well, kind of the other way around. The other way around. Yeah, that's right. Her. Yeah. yeah. But was she? Was she filming Bates Motel around this time? I guess so. Oh, I, I, don't, so. I was. I meant like timeline is in the the the. Individual. Oh, gotcha. You're in the oh, 70s, right? Oh, because she was. That's funny you say that because she was literally in that Bates Motel show. She was the mom. That's that was. That's that's your point. Oh, that that was the joke. That was it. (laughs) I see what you've done. We've did we deconstructed that joke. Seventeen Bates Motel. Yeah, Yeah. right. I liked that in the beginning. I don't think I stuck with it though. I think I kind of fell off. It gets it gets a little bit because they 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 won't hurry up and kill her, and it's like you just kill her. We know she's gonna die. Just well that, but also Norman trying to paint a picture of Norman Bates that was more. I don't know. You like you wanted to like him, sort of. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a sympathy. I mean, it was. Yeah, he's supposed. You're supposed to believe. Yeah, you're always supposed to believe that his mom created Norman Bates. Like she made Norman who he became. That's true. Yeah, him having it in him. We we should watch Psycho Four. Yes, there was four psychos. Was yeah. there a fourth cycle? Do Psycho Two? I don't. Uh, I don't know Psycho how far it's pretty good. Psycho Two is pretty good. Three's, yeah, three is interesting because you get uh, what's his face comes back for Psycho Two. Um, Anthony. Yep. Michael Hall. No. Perkins. Perkins. <laughs> Hawkins. Perkins. Perkins. Anthony, Anthony Perkins. Perkins. Is that Perkins? No, that's not right. That's yeah. not right. Yeah. Anthony right. Perkins. Right. Anthony Perkins. Yeah, Anthony sure. Perkins. Okay. It's a hundred percent right. Uh, <laughs> Psycho. Did he direct one of them? Did, which one did he direct? Like. Oh, I don't know. Oh, the fourth one is directed by somebody named Mick Garris. This thing is poorly yeah, reviewed. Mick but... Garris, who I love. You ever watch Trailers from Hell? Yeah, but look at this, dude. Anthony Perkins, CCH Pounder, Henry Thomas. Yes, yes this is a, this is a fun is one. Is that the this second is... one? No, this, no, this is the fourth four. one. <laughs> fourth one. So Anthony Perkins did come back for the fourth one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think he's in all of them. Was oh, and he's in the third one, too. All right. Yeah, he's in all of them. Yeah, he was, huh. he was down to clown. He was in. He really was. I mean, what else has he got? Yeah, he didn't have much else. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the day when we we get told off and told that we have to pronounce CCH Pounder like Kutcha Pounder. Or <laughs> Kutcha <something>. Pounder. Pounder. <laughs> Pounder. Chicka Pounder. Chicka Pounder. I like her a lot. Um, but yeah, like uh, you're you're in your middle of your ER watching, so you've got plenty of CCH Pounder. Oh yeah, on. she hasn't shown up yet, but you're right, she does oh. at some point. I mean, you know what wow. I've found so far is that everyone and their dog shows up on ER at one point. Like That's the true. whole, yeah. the cast of Hollywood is in ER eventually. Right. It's crazy. I thought it was bad with, um, uh, 
NYPD Blue, like the just the amount of guest stars, but ER is like way ahead of the curve. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. What what exactly would would it take for you to not move out of your seventies home with your four kids and wife? I'd move uh, with all this stuff. You like first day. Soon as the first weird shit happens, I oh, thought you didn't believe it. I, I thought you yeah, didn't I believe in ghost, Scott. Tell me the gum. Tell me the gum on my shoe thing one more time. No, but if I'm in a house and and any of that shit starts happening, uh, whether I believe it or not, I believe enough of it to say, yeah, let's move. I'm not. I am not so. I'm not a believer. To, yeah, exactly. I could be I'm easily not, swayed. Yeah. Guess be. what? My my skepticism is ninety five percent. That five percent just says, let's move and and you yeah. know, and we, let's not risk it. Let's not risk right. it. Let's go ahead exactly. and just. Move well, out. here's what exactly. I here's what I picture actually happened. These are tr- these were troubled right. people. Uh, the the Warrens. Uh, gravitated toward people who thought they heard and saw shit. Yeah. And it was all self, self, um, what's the word where you, you, uh, self-fulfilling, prophecy. self-fulfilling prophecy across the board projection constant. Like, well, if the pipes are loud, uh, AKA there's a ghost. Like mm-hmm. if it's though, I, the, I couldn't be, I'd move out because I can't be around those people. Not the, not oh, the house. Okay. So, <laughs> so once they moved in, so you could be sure. until Patrick Wilson shows up. <laughs> You're pretty good. Even if you... Okay, so let me tell you. Okay, let's see. If I walked into the house... All right, let's see. We bought the house. I didn't seem like Randy said. Yeah. I'm assuming they did anyway, because they just kind of showed up. Oh, look at the house. Uh, and then I was in a closet, and I found a, a room boarded up. That may be all it takes. Really, that would be... It was like, oh, oh. And we unboard it, go down there, see some... Piano. I wouldn't even want to go downstairs. Who, who I mean, I would want to go with down a match? there. Do we do, mm. did we ever do that? Oh, with yeah. a, we had flashlights. No, yeah, you're, you're holding a match, too. You've got to hold it with the flame up, or else that thing is just going to burn right through the wood, right to your fingers, and make you drop it like it did. Yep. Yeah, and you don't light two at a time and hold them sideways. That's just... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. everything about the so whole fast and you're right Dunaway you should way. have a big old fat flashlight flashlight with like three double D's in the there 70s. Yeah. we yeah. love flashlights big old like, you, need that, yeah. you need that weapon wielding metal uh, you know, aluminum flashlight yeah. <laughs> tell me yeah I mean okay I will say this the the hole and then finding the extra part of the house down there uh, you know Livingston's like oh we got more square footage sweet our, our value just went right. up or whatever but I would not I would not want to be down there at all. I would not want to I spend time in there. Movie, I, I, I'll tell you what. It may be that I give this movie a lot of room because of how it was shot. I just appreciate the the mastery that, of how they shot this thing. Constantly being just far enough away from the scary shit that's happening. And it's just dark enough in the crevices that your mind is feeling everything. Like when she's downstairs... And the and that ball comes flying out from behind one of the shelves. I'm shitting my pants. Mm-hmm. That's just that that is a super scary. Well, you know, they do such a great job. That was one of the clips I watched again this morning because I felt like it was one of the better suspense clips because they do a great yeah. job of kind of the shaky cam thing looking all around the basement and they've placed all of these things or in that, yeah, that basement cellar thing. They've placed all of these things that like, Ooh, that could be a person standing there. Oh, that thing could be a person, you know, body lying on the floor kind of thing. And as you look, it's like, Oh no, that's just the way that the cloth is hanging on the mirror or that's just the way that this is hanging over here. We can all appreciate that. Right. Cause we've all been kids waking up looking at the corner going, what the hell is that? We turn the light on and realize it's just our sock monkey on a chair or something like that. 
Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Is that what you called your uh, sock in the when you were a teenager? Yeah, it was, it was a, a sock crispy monkey. sock okay. monkey. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. What, wow. What just happened to wow. our? Wow. Where have we I gone? Just, I just took Brian's joke and took it one level further. Yeah. Is there, yeah. Is, just one notch over. That's all. Just one yeah, notch. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It was. I just, made that, uh, I just made that hanging laundry turn into a body and fly up to yeah, the window. Yeah. Don't worry about total, it. Totally that was the scariest fair. thing we've talked about this whole show. Yeah. That. that <laughs> <laughs> that sheet, that sheet that catches on a demon and then it oh, flies on up to the cool. window. That was, I mean, that was just, it was very effective. It's I was great, very, I was a great effect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, that yeah. tree was fake. They built it. What? They yeah. built a tree? Yep, yeah. That was the perfect. It. That's the most they perfect. They didn't create a tree. perfectly hanging branch tree. No, yeah. I mean, it seems that it, tree was, it that looks, tree was grown for hanging, man. It was like, for, yeah. yeah, that was yeah. made to hang people, multiple people, yeah. really. Um, but yeah, yeah, they built that thing 50 feet. They built it uh, to, middle, to look like a real tree because I couldn't find anything like it. Uh, that was naturally grown out of the ground, which makes sense because, you know, how many trees are just bent like that? Very, very few. I'm afraid. The witch's, uh, the witch's scariest form in this movie for me is when she's hovering and all you can yeah. see is her feet. When, yeah, and she yeah. slowly turns around. That's- yeah, when Lauren Lorraine fell through the through the floors and oh my god, that was just mm-hmm. terrifying with those dirty, nasty feet. Was that what grossed you out the most, God? Do you no. like wash your witchy feet? I, oh, yeah, I wrote this down. Let's let's get a guess going for this because I actually kind of am a torn on a couple of these. But let me gross play that. All right. So what do you think? God, it was either that or Lily Taylor taking the taking the goo to the mouth. Even though it doesn't matter if it was Jello, it, I don't want anybody. You're correct. Spewing. Yeah, and it was. <laughs> I mean, in order to in order to do that, that stuff that stuff is coming from the stomach of the person who's spewing. Yeah. Right. right. Like yeah, it's, it's foul. Not, yeah, it's like uh, I can't. I I understand how they made the movie. I, I get it. <laughs> but what I, I saw, yeah, yeah, no. What I saw was a, someone evacuating their stomach into someone else's mouth. Yeah, and that's just like, yeah. Uh, and not yeah. even like a healthy evacuate. It's not like you know, oh, here's here's t- tonight's stew we had. This is some kind of black <laughs> bloody ooze. It is the soul, like your soul, your black soul. Yeah, yeah. Out. yeah. B- black bile from way down, and it, and and. That always gets me. Like that's always going to be a problem in a movie for me. But it's but I sure. and I also know that it's fake. I know how they film it. I know how it's done. But it doesn't matter. It's so such a revolting concept. Some, well, and sometimes the practical effects, just knowing even that it's fake stuff, um, that's probably added CGI. I don't know. Maybe not. But maybe not. Uh, I wouldn't think so in 2013. Yeah, maybe uh, not. Maybe. maybe I mean, not I think when yeah, she puked downstairs when the when the demon left her in the basement, I think that yeah. puke was was CG because it looked weird. I could be wrong. Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah. I don't know the, if you uh, call upon the, the, the CGI guys in 2013 to make some puke. I just don't know if you would, I just don't know. Maybe, I don't maybe. Know. Yeah. But you could, you could achieve this with all sorts of camera angles, which I kind of so think easy. is what they did. They, she didn't yeah. really go in her mouth. I don't know. Oh, that's so foul, dude. Oh, my that's gosh. just so gross. What does it taste like? Oh God. Just I the imagine. worst, the worst. Like I cannot imagine anything worse than that happening. Ten, you know, whenever they do They're a zombie movie happening. where the way the zombies transfer their zombiness is to pin the the victim down and then hurl in their face all that blood in their oh, face, yeah. oh. that is rough. That is a rough do that. piece of business. Yeah, it's like you can't get me. Ha ha! Oh yeah, I can <laughs> yeah. use my projectile vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad, man. Your stomach bile should not be a weapon. There's another interesting bit of trivia here. Um, I didn't know. I don't even still don't know what this is. But anyway. This was the first film directed by James Wan not to feature a cameo of Billy Puppet Doll from the Saw 
series. Oh, yeah. oh really? That would have been, yeah, probably because that would have been a conflict, right? Annabelle probably had a contract right up on that. It's like, no, no other dolls in my film, please. Well, it says the first one, so that means everything prior to this. It doesn't mean Fast and the Furious 7 had one or Star <laughs> yeah, Trek Beyond. It does. It does. <laughs> oh, really? That was does it? Like, That's exactly what it means. Let's find. Oh, oh, oh okay. wait. Fast 7 came after this. Hold yeah, on. I'm saying okay. anything after it, like Aquaman, Furious oh. 7. Um, what else did he direct? Uh, shit. Where's his director shit? So he only has a few movies before this one. It's kind of cool. Yeah, he, he was, uh, what do you have, dead? Okay, so after Saw. I didn't realize that the puppet is named Billy and not Jigsaw. I thought the puppet was Jigsaw as well. I did too. I dude. didn't. That, you know, that's funny. I've I never thought no about that. Every once in a while I see that actor in something. I saw him on Seinfeld last night. Oh, God, yeah. All the, so weird. Wait, so this is the first time it didn't have, wasn't all the rest of them Saw movies? Of course. The Ow. Okay, now, I, sorry, my brain. The Insidious movies are directed by him. They're oh, just, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. not okay, part so of the other. That's the other connected. Just that's unrelated, but not, but not part the of universe the, is not the, same. Diff- the universe. Yeah. Different, different universe. And I think that right. was like kind of a Damien kind of thing. Like it's a evil kid or something, whatever it is. Anyway. Uh, so, so what they're saying is, so from conjuring forward, did that Billy doll show up in any of this fast and the furious shit or MacGyver or Aquaman or any of that? I don't, I don't know the answer to that. I always mix him up with the guy who directed, um, the third Star Trek, modern Star Trek movie. Always oh, do. You that. mean Leonard Nimoy? No. What <laughs> <laughs> about Mars Trek? Third modern. You did, you did say modern. Trek, I'm sorry. Star Trek Beyond, yeah. I think, right? Beyond, thank you. Could not remember the name of the damn thing. Yeah. Uh, that was directed by someone. Justin Lin. Justin Lin. So what I've done uh, is I've been I've been yeah, I've been ra- I've been racist, is what I've done. I've I've lumped all the Asian directors <laughs> in together, and that's what I've done. That's fantastic. Uh, Justin, Justin Lin also Justin Lin has spent years now only directing the Magnum PI TV show. What? Yeah. Or only yeah. producing it. He's an ex- he's an executive producer. He did Fast 10. He 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 did Fast 10. Oh no, did he do Fast 10? Let's see. No, uh, Fast 9. He was the director of Fast, Fast 9. Fast 9, that's right. Um and then Star Trek Beyond, True Detectives, like some really big stuff. And then he just stopped. Then did a ton of Magnum PI, then Fast Nine, then a ton more Magnum PI. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird career that guy's got. Well, he's, uh, he's he has a he has a movie coming up, and it's got a it's got a a guy's name. It's about a it's about a person, and by name. Oh, and it just like it stuck with me when when I saw some news on this because it's like Justin Lin is making a mysterious movie. I would like to know more, you know, because they didn't say anything about it. Oh, is the this last, perhaps the most off yeah. topic we've ever gotten. We've Maybe. got a director that reminds you of another director, <laughs> and now we're talking about oh, we've done worse. Another director's movie that we've done worse. We've the done furthest. One of the I like is Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. He can really pull off the the bun, yeah. the bun hair. Yeah, ah, <laughs> oh, the bun man hair. Uh, I will this, say this: this, this, is, a, this is a little hard as that Chevy that they never. Got let know if it got. Oh fixed. yeah, the Chevy never got worked. Did you ever get the Chevy working? I don't remember. No. That. Yeah. Okay. Seventy Chevy, piece of shit. Don't drive that. Oh no no, this it was a fifty. Oh, it was a fifty Chevy. Yeah, that was the fifties. Oh, it was working they, on the carburetor yeah. and everything. That probably I, worked I better. I knew that. that. I just for some reason in my head I was like, they're gonna escape in that thing. That's gonna oh, be. Yeah, the, yeah is that gonna vehicle. be the right? Oh, we the only thing, the only car we can get going is this dilapidated old Chevy. It didn't feel like it was a setup. 
I, yeah. I also thought it was going to wake up like Christine and like drive oh, toward them go. as they were out in front of the house. You know what? I think uh, give, it was definitely we, Chevy in the bucket. Can though. we yeah. grab a bucket? We're yeah. giving it that yeah, to the go. car because I don't think yeah. anything else was too dropped off with that no. car. Never the chick made. in the garage. Yeah, the yeah. chick in the garage. Chevy in the bucket. Got it. Mm, not going to happen. We all no. have a chick in the garage. Um, by the way, one of the director or one of the writers did a load of Beastmaster television show production. So I just wanted to throw that out no. there. You know, if you were, how do we feel about the Beastmaster? I do. We still like it. Uh, the movie. Did we ever like it? I liked the when I when that movie was on when I was a kid. I thought it was the best thing ever. But the movie I, uh, is amazing, right? Yeah, TV show. I mean, it's not. not really, but it is. Yeah. It's it a thing of its time. Weird, we were all a thing man, at that 80, time. Early, I mean, some of the I haven't seen it in about 80s. thirty years, but uh, I well, don't you saw it with us, you. right? Didn't we do it? I thought did we, we did watch it. it for film sec, Beastmaster? I can't remember. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was the uh, Mark Singer uh, taking yeah. a like they were in a river or something. Yeah, and this was this was only three years ago. JJ's dad was on it. It was yeah. so good. Three years ago, Beastmaster. We watched Beastmaster in the early days of the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, did we really? Yeah, that's weird. Um. We only have, by the way, this is a fun little trivia. We only have three movies of the word beast in it that we've done. Uh, that one, <laughs> Beastmaster. We did one, The Beast with a Million Eyes from oh, 2014, okay. which just makes me think of Fletcher going, a million eyes. He's having his car millionized <laughs> right. or whatever. And yeah. then The Beast from 2000 Fathoms. That's it, all three. We oh. need to watch uh, the newest movie called The Beast with uh, mm-hmm. what Idris Elba and... Uh, oh, yeah, I watched that. Yeah. Was you good. did watch it. We How was it? We it was, watch it was sexy good. Um, it was really, really predictable and kind of not at all okay. uh, creatively written. But I will say, I've never seen better CGI animals in my life. Oh, really? Sackable? Um, yes, I think sackable. Okay, I think so. I, there's not a lot of talking, but it's it's sackable in all the other ways. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Maybe we'll give it six months so I don't have to see it that quick but it was mm-hmm. it was um Plenty like i say these tiger or this 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 runaway lion thing that was pissed <laughs> uh is is so it was so ultra realistic that i never it the only thing that distracted me about it was knowing that it wasn't real but somehow it never didn't look real and that's still distracting you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. because even with the okay. with perfect cgi you know that it's not possible Idris Elba's having this this particular moment with a real cat Right. And so you, so your brain won't let you gloss over it and park your brain, right? It is, and it's because of the the cast behavior, not because of anything you're visually seeing. This incorrect. It's like, yeah, that just doesn't happen. Well, just it's not that the cat's behavior is just that they wouldn't be able to get a cat and a man to fight the way they're fighting without the loss of life, like without exactly without uh, the, the cat <laughs> forgetting that it's acting and biting the guys. Yeah. The oh, <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I got wrapped up in the scene. Yeah. Sorry. About sorry this is my method. But, <laughs> but from that, pers- but, but from the perspective of just sort of, you know, the technical achievement, it's very impressive. Yeah. It's like, wow, okay. can't believe they pulled that off. Uh, a long, long time ago, my sister and her husband had a Springer Spaniel living next door to them. Uh, it was like the dog, the dog of the neighbors and the neighbors were not really paying a lot of attention to the dog. Mm. Okay. And this dog could jump the fence. And I mean, it could jump the fence like the fence didn't exist. Mm. It was oh, amazing how you could walk out in my sister's backyard and call the dog and it would come out of the dog door in the back of the house, jump over the fence onto their deck. And then you had a dog mm. and it was just, I just loved it. <laughs> I loved how this dog could jump. And the thing that my brother-in-law noticed was when a dog, when a dog jumps over a six foot fence, it must be really good at landing, 
right? Like the, mm-hmm. it's both the jump and the landing that it was really good at. So my brother-in-law started throwing the dog over the fence mm-hmm. and he would just like go out there and like uh, call the dog. The dog would jump over. Then he would pick up the dog and just hurl it into oh, the geez. air and it would land on the other side. And it was so happy. How come I feel like, how come I feel like I'm, I'm uh, hearing about a crime? <laughs> you're not hearing about a crime this right, dog right. this dog freaking loved this it was uh-huh. like so happy but it looked uh quite questionable right right <laughs> if you were in the house and you looked out the back door the glass door and you saw my yeah. brother-in-law throwing this dog would yeah. this be the type of dog that if you moved into a a, a witch possessed house uh you might bark and say no i'm not going in Oh, oh, that's something yeah. else that we, we completely skipped over about this movie. Yeah. How, how do you not, uh, how do you just like get over the dog dying? Like, so yeah. the dog dies and we're just like, next scene. Yeah. yeah. I, I am very much, uh, I understand why humans and dogs got together way back when, because I'm very sensitive. Like if my dog goes and starts growling at something that I can't see, I'm like, nope, let's go. Let's go, brother. Come on, let's get out of here. I don't know what you're seeing, but I trust your senses way more than I trust mine. If my dog won't go into a house, I'm not going in. And he's like, okay, you know something I don't? Great. Let's go to the the Motel 6. (laughs) Wow. Dogs, man. Forget that. Oh, by the way, internet card database, totally a thing. Internet movie database, totally a thing. Uh, Dog movie database internet, internet dog database yeah not a need, thing we, we need not a, a database thing. of the breeds and if possible the actual name of the dog that played the role yeah Maybe. there's a tumblr account called dogs and movies database but it's not, it's just a bunch of blog posts that's not a database that's not the I same need a searchable database no. where i can go what kind of dog was this because i they never i never had a great look at the dog was he just mm, like a, no. a, a a cross breed of some sort can I say mutt? Will they be offended? Ooh, oh, that's that, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> I you say you're mutt. gonna get doggy canceled uh, if you keep that right. Up. Yeah, all right, I won't say that then. Fine. Uh, there's a list on Rotten Tomatoes of the best dog movies ranked by tomatoes. Oh my Rotten god, tomatoes. I bet oh. you Randy has something to say on that. Number one, Old Yeller from 57. <laughs> so Old Yeller's at number one. Uh, Red Dog and Bl- True Blue from 2016. I've never even heard of that. Um, Red Bullet Dog. 101 Dalmatians from 61, the animated one. Uh, Lassie Go Home, Best in Show is, is on here. Wait, there was a Lassie Go Home? There yeah. was, I thought there was a Lassie Come Home, but there was a Go Home as well. Oh, shit. Go You're right. Lassie. It is. It is. Lassie home. It is Come Home. home. Already, it looks Lassie. Like You're drunk. Home. You're yeah. drunk, Lassie Go Home. <laughs> Lassie, you're drunk. You're totally right. Uh, <laughs> Snoopy Come Home. I didn't know that existed. Snoopy. I don't know. None oh, of these dogs yes. died except for Old Yeller. And that no, Snoopy Come Home was like a staple of the of our that was like a 70s one right where like yeah snoopy disappears and charlie brown goes to find him that one wrecked me man yeah that, that one, was rough man, i totally remember that one i can't watch that kind of stuff anymore white fangs on here i mean everything's on here i am not I'm seeing always, any air buds yeah. though all the air buds are off the list i don't That's know where bullshit <laughs> <laughs> the, lo- the lowest rated one they have here is scooby and the reluctant werewolf from 88 and it's scooby-doo thing that's the, the reluctant werewolf. Yeah, that's right yeah it's a it's a werewolf that's like it's been turned down a few times you know <laughs> exactly like i can't be rejected yeah 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 this is where, where, werewolf had to you know call a hotline and talk to a stranger i'm not gonna scare you if you're not gonna believe me yeah he's very reluctant i can see yeah that. 
He's he's ran to Scott. Do you have any silver bullets? You have to tell me if you have any silver bullets. Yeah, you have to tell me. That's the law. (laughs) I don't make the rules. (laughs) You tell me. I would watch that movie. Clippies, clips. Sure. Yeah, these are clippies from the window from the old word. Yeah, from the old word from the old word. Microsoft Clippy. Uh, He's here to help. So let's do that. Um, Let's see. I got some here. How about this one? The scariest sound in the movie for my money is right here. When people wake you up with a banging door that oh, yeah. loud that's, oh, Jesus. that's waking up the nurses apparently um at that point annabelle doesn't give a shit about the father the son and the holy ghost no so, right. five knocks yeah five anybody knocks. else anybody else notice that people go to sleep pretty easily in this movie like if i came home <laughs> and there was crayon written all over yeah. the place yeah. i don't think i would be in a dead sleep five minutes later yeah they were no, all really yeah, yeah you're right my other nurses my... they're exhausted from work <laughs> now i i this is probably the thing that had the hardest problem with because as a dad i'd be so pissed there's no way i'd be i'd be scared i'd be just pissed are you serious right now you weird haunted doll yeah crayons i'd be like gosh dang it i need to sleep i gotta work tomorrow the chevy car the truck won't start oh what a nightmare forget that crap uh here's another one that scared me don't like that no thank you (laughs) nothing worse than quiet and then somebody fist pounding a door. Yeah. Just, yeah. When when your door God. is made out of pure bass drum, it really yeah. sucks. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's like deep right. in the heart of Texas or something. Oh, oh. <laughs> how did you pull that one up? I didn't know you knew that song. I mean, thanks you know. to Pee Wee's Big Adventure, we all know that. Yeah, song. I guess we all do. Uh, where's the doll now? Where's the doll now? I don't know. Somewhere in that room. Uh, no, oh, here's some advice from from uh, uh, what's his name? Ed. Ed has some advice. Nothing's a toy. Not even the toy monkey. Not even toys. <laughs> Nothing's, a, Nothing's toy. a toy. Okay. Here's well, a bunch of toys near dad. I want to play with them. All creepy toys. Are those some haunted Lincoln logs? Yeah. Give me them. Oh, haunted Lincoln logs. Yeah. What it's, would it's those do? Of literal Lincoln in it. Oh, He's all shit. like, oh, somebody shot me. And it does. The, uh, you know, he can tell they're haunted is the notches are all different sizes. And so uh, you can't stack the logs on <laughs> top of other them. logs to, to make a cabin to save your life. All right, right. Forgive me for what I'm about to ask. But Dunaway okay. made me think it. Are they called Lincoln Logs because they're based because on Lincoln's, Lincoln's old cabin, Lincoln's or, cabin. or or are they link together? Link and logs, you know. There like you link, go. Now you're, like now linking, you're getting it. Linking now you're getting logs. the pun. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> Did they mean it both ways? Maybe they meant it both ways. Of course, I would assume so. I've always assumed that anyway. Maybe right. I'm wrong. Well, you said of course. So I need some proof for of course. So I mean, not. I feel of course because it's always seemed to be true in my head. All right. But I don't, I don't know if that's either. truth. Provide me some evidence. <laughs> it's uh, because it's 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 modeled after the, the uh, President Abraham Lincoln's fabled his house, childhood cra- his log cabin. Yeah. But childhood log I always cabin. assumed it was because of that. But you know, you might uh, you may be right. I've just never asked the question until today. What right? This, what does this mean for Lincoln Park? <gasps> what about the Beatles? <laughs> oh my God, the Beatles! Oh, the Beatles! Oh shit! They were always one of them's a dung beetle. They're always bugging me. Yeah, they're always <laughs> bugging you. I get it. I get what you did. <laughs> mm. Here's here's a boo. Here's a boo, mommy. Jeez. I hate that one because of how distorted it is. Listen to that top part. I hate it. Oh, yeah. What is that? That's weird. Almost sounds like a record getting scratched. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, that's this. And the following clip is why I didn't like that girl because they didn't train her to talk right. So here it is. Ha ha, you took your blindfold off. I win. You weren't even warm, Mom. I was in Christine and Nancy's room. Learn how to spe- separate your effing words Tell, a little bit. Slow down. <laughs> oh, that drove slow me crazy. Down annoyed me um all right this part got me though there's someone standing 
over there. That girl was she's, real good. She's so good. That's that. Joey King. Yeah, yeah Joey she's King's she's so got a whole she got sound a career, design man. really kind of jumps around in this movie. Yeah, a little bit. The, the last two clips you played sound sound like they were recorded in completely different continents. Yeah, <laughs> but but it's a, it's part of the haunting. Boo! All right, here is a uh, oh the sound of someone trying to light matches in the dark. I, I always like that. It's always such a struggle because it's dark and you mm-hmm. gotta get out the thing, and it's just a great trope. I like it. I enjoy that. All right, uh, something about not authorizing things. No, I'm not authorized, but I've assisted on many. Oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. That, okay. well, that's like a perfect moment to dig in into Brian Ibbett's prom date. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got one of those later. Don't worry. Oh, great. Right. Okay. Uh, so I can great. save that one for later. Here's an infestation thing. Infestation, oppression, and possession. Yeah, those are the big three. Mm-hmm. I-O-O. So I was also going to do uh, obsession by an emotion and use all those in there too, and I didn't. Oh man, you had so many choices. I did. There was a lot of yeah. I had a lot of options. I like where you landed. I I have to say, I meant to say this earlier. I'm very impressed with the octaves you were able to reach for your song. Uh, well, the octaves I attempted to reach anyway. Yeah, because <laughs> they were up. They were top shelf octave up there. <laughs> Get way yeah, up there. The, don't give it a second listen. You might change your mind. <laughs> yeah. I can't go that high. Um, let's see. Demonic, what's this? I don't know what it is. Well, rancid smells could indicate some type of demonic activity. Wow. You know, demonic smells, and you don't know where they're coming yeah, from. Yeah, so. yeah, it was yes. rancid. Yeah, it was oh, from there. Uh, here's a Farmiga laugh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's kind of like that. They were all very cute. They were, they were always like, oh, isn't it nice how we're out here in the yeah. wind thing? But I've seen pictures of those guys. They they were never like they weren't like oh they weren't nearly as attractive uh-huh. as these people never no, are never are right mm-hmm. no. no um okay did you notice that all possessed people sound like this I wrote and I'm I really mean this so here it is <laughs> why are we doing that voice yeah. every time where it's that weird I'm still not, I kind of sound like the person I was but really it's mostly the demon now in here uh, because it freaks us the f out uh, it feels does like kind of make me feel oh yeah yeah, yeah it sounds like your voice got replaced by a mountain lion and it's terrifying yeah it's I yeah. guess it is all right I've saved the very best for last this is when Ibit asked his date's mom where the girl was mm, okay. all right so you're like hey I'm here to pick her up where the hell's where is she and and this was her reply. She's already gone. Okay, well. Oh, I was so disappointed. She she uh she uh it turned out actually she was just hiding in the wall. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. He caught up with her. It was a good night. It was everything. Yeah, it was it still turned out fine. Yeah. yeah it turned out okay. Chuck E. Cheese. Let's yep. see if these turn out okay. It's time for the film sack checklist. This house has no haunting rules. Check. Yeah, can't emphasize that enough. Patrick Wilson looks zero like the real Ed Warren. Check. Uh, <laughs> and finally, gross basement is scary. No matter what movie it is. Check. Mm-hmm. Don't like a gross basement. Nope. I don't like the sound of that piano. I don't like all that mm-hmm. dust. I don't like those cobwebs. I don't like that unfinished ceiling. F it all. I'm look. I'm like everybody. I'm like everybody else. I'm compelled to tinkle around 
on the piano wherever I wherever I find one. You like the piano, 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 piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. You got it. If you see a piano, you got to walk in. It's like, oh, I got to do this. Oh, it's it's like if you have barbecue tongs, you got to clap. Right, right. Got to clap them. Oh, that's it. Yeah. You know what? I've never not done that. You're right. If I see a pair of tongs, I'm going click, click, click. Yeah. Click, What's another thing like that? What's another thing like that that you do that with? It's always a cordless drill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you pick it up to to make sure it does that. Oh, yep. bu- a bubble wrap, unless it's packing something. If it's something that came to Not you, me, man. Bubble wrap is expensive. Even if it's, even if it's packing something, you can pop about one seventh yeah, of pop, those things. You can, pop, do, pop yeah, you can do some ones around the edges. Yeah, yeah, but once you start, once you pop, you can't once stop. You pop. Is what I was told. <laughs> but uh, I was trying to. I like stuff like that. Like, what's a thing where we just cannot resist it? Yeah, yeah. And hopefully it isn't, you know, cheesecake. A uh, ballpoint pen. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, humans. What are? What but now are we have we? fidget spinners for all that stuff. That's right. Boy, that was hot again for a minute, and then it went wow. away. Wow, you took me back to 2017. Yeah. <laughs> I still have one on my desk. That's what made me think of it. Do you use it um, here and there? I do. It's the big. It's the heavy brass one, which is like, like. This thing will this thing will spin for days. It gives you it. you get that centripetal force feeling in your hand when you yeah. use it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you try and turn your hand like it is a heavy. This thing is probably, jeez, um, maybe a quarter of a pound. That's it's a it's heavy weighted uh, brass. <laughs> That's the only way spinner. to go. If I'm gonna have a fidget spinner again, I want it to be a heavy metal one. That's yeah, exactly. Heavy metal. Uh, all right, let's see what else. Let's move on to these Star Trek connections. Um, I have guesses, but let's uh, please tell no, us, Randy, if there's it's something tough. I, I, there's none. It's um, bottom line. Uh, it's a small cast and none of them have ever been in anything Star Trek. So I just dug a little deeper and I just want to uh, I want to bring up the our cinematographer for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is John R. Leonetti. Leonetti, John Leonetti. Sure. The, <laughs> I'm going to say, are you waiting John for our approval? <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to like, trying to figure it out. This guy, uh, also did, uh, f- photography direction on star Trek insurrection. Mm. And, uh, I, I always think it's interesting. Like, I, I, I don't know. There's something about cinematographers and, and photography. Like I'm trying to see the, this, the similarities, you know, like, uh, how did this movie look like insurrection to me? Yeah. Almost. And, I know, can't think of a way it would have. Right. Yeah. Like, so yeah, different. I, right. And like, there's just so, there's so much more like green screen in a, in a star Trek movie. Yeah, right. Yeah. Plus but, that movie's um, just like, everything's in the sunshine and insurrection for some reason. That one feels, that's why it feels like a TV episode of TNG to me because there's just they go outside. Yeah. They're just outside a lot. And they just—it's so, all sunny and you know whatever. But this movie's like dark, and you got to do weird exposure shit in the basement and all that. It's a very different job, you know. Also, this was not our first John Leonetti movie. We have seen him uh, do cinematography for two movies previously. Those are Mortal Kombat. Oh, <laughs> again, try to just try to find the similarities, or. Piranha 3D, which Whoa. feels like now, okay, now I'm understanding his wheelhouse. Weird. I, okay. Piranha 3D and The Conjuring, they feel like they could have been a double feature. But they're also a million. Oh, Piranha 3D. I was thinking of an older one. Yeah. That's the one with the lady with the wire cutter in half while she's out topless running around. Is that the one? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Man, I'll never forget cool. that scene. That scene got me. 
It really did. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen the movie and that scene, I'm visualizing it. No, no, We film sack. We watched film. 3D. 3D we did. did. Yes. That's right. That's the one where the kid, the the chubby kid from um, uh, Stand By Me is not chubby anymore. What's his name? Uh, oh, it was uh, O'Donnell, Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, he gets. Like O'Donnell's one who got the He gets a real. Right. He gets chummed to death. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, and, <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah, the boat goes by, and she basically just gets sliced in half and, by and the. To be, to be really, really clear, his name is Jerry O'Connell. Oh, oh. Jerry O'Connell. Yes. Oh, yeah. What did we say? I don't know what he said. You said Chris O'Donnell. Oh, Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> Chris O'Donnell Chris was O'Donnell, Robin and Jerry O'Connell, right? Yeah. Do, 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 going to McDonald's. <laughs> the most wonderful thing about Piranha 3D for, will always be Ving Rames for me. Yeah. Because yeah. he's just like, I. pretty much, if Ving Rames is in a movie, we should sack it. That's I my, agree. That's my We role. need to, okay, so one that's been on my list forever would be great Sacktober, but I'll take it anytime, is the Zack Snyder dawn of the dead remake from 04 i would watch that and ving rames is fantastic in it that movie rocks it's my i actually think it might be my favorite Zack snyder movie if i had to pick one i really like it all right now that i've brought us all to silence let's move on to the next thing <laughs> uh st- soundtrack great to give it an nac for nice and creepy uh mm-hmm. i'd like that it held back when it needed to silence when it was important discordant when it was good and like it was good it was definitely handled i like that yeah um now time for the social media post you guys get to sum this thing up in 280 characters or less and i think it might behoove us to start with randy the conjuring what's your name who's your daddy who's your daddy's daddy then that would be your granddaddy now i need the last four of your social may i call you daddy We've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. Oh, oh very good. Very good. I like For your it. Chevy. You brought up mo- you brought up uh, modern. That's what you did there. I like that. Uh, now let's move oh, down the table and over the corner and under the bed to Brian Dunn. <laughs> oh, wait. Do I get to do one this week? Yeah. I didn't write anything. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Very funny. Nice callback. I like it. Very good. Well yeah, right. See, we yeah. do have continuity in film uh, sets. Sure. The Conjuring, like a, a game of hide and clap. You hide and I go make some 70s era hamburger helper and Kool-Aid while you get bored and go do something else based on a true story. <laughs> that was the 70s story. Yeah. All everything you just said, that's that's the seven. That's what we did. That's what we did. You want to play some hide and your little kid, little brother or sister? I play hide and seek. Sure, go hide. I'll come get you. One. Two, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Just come home before dinner. Can't hear you clapping. Can't hear it. That's right. <laughs> Finally, we round it out with Mr. Brian Ibbett. The Conjuring. This is a damn scary movie. No, seriously. I'm not pulling your leg. Oh, ah, Jesus. Ah, please that was actually a really good effect. I don't know how they did it, but that looked like no. she had her leg pulled. You it know? looked good. That and the hair yeah. pulling is like, wow, that is really well done. Yeah. Now, now that we've done that, can we talk about time of the season by the zombies being in this movie <laughs> it's by far the most fun moment in the whole movie yeah. and it's so weird well it's out of it's, time I'm trying to remember when, it, when, when is it uh, when is it played when the family first pulls up to their house yeah right. so it's, it's played as though they're listening to that song in the car Mm-hmm. And they're and they're pulling up and it's what's your name? Mm-hmm. Who's your daddy? And I'm like, slow your roll, movie. And what are, I what know, are these right? lyrics and doing the, here? And then they got they got the little kid running inside. I'm like, oh, what is? I feel. 
I guess right now. it's just to show that, yeah, it's 1960s. Yeah, 1969 or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah whatever year it was. Was it 69? Is that what it was supposed to be? I guess the, 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 the nurses is, were The song is from the 60s, oh. but that's, the movie is yeah. set in 71. Oh, okay. right. Okay. The, even even their, even then, their, uh, their, their stuff was out of time, right? Yeah. It was old. Everything was yeah, old. 1968 was old. when that song came out. So it wasn't even them trying to like... Well, 71 uh, is when the movie is supposed to take place. Yeah, there, right? that's what I'm right. saying. It wasn't even like, yeah. you know, you know, films will say, this is set in a certain year. Here is the biggest song of that year. Right. And it happened to be right. being playing out on the radio or whatever. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, they were out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, certainly the radio station out there doesn't have you know, clear channels. Oh, so maybe they're like listening to a cassette of the, oh, that'd the, be zombies, a good point the zombies album, yeah, an Odyssey an and Oracle. Track. Yeah. yeah. So oh, okay. Track. I was the only one disturbed by that. Okay. All right. <laughs> it would have been more disturbing no, I if the same it was. Thing. The lyrics in that thing is weird. It, it I, is no, weird. I, I was weird. Maybe it should, should have been uh, Season of the Witch by Donovan would have been a little bit more appropriate. Right, yes, and he could exactly. have kept uh, Season in there. Or Witchy Woman by uh, whoever that was. The Eagles. He, was it the Eagles? <laughs> yeah, I think it was a yeah, little the later Eagles. in the 70s, that one. The Eagles did Witchy Woman? I have yeah. that so wrong in my head. Well, you know who Ooh. does Witchy Woman? It's just freaking Elaine dancing. That's all I can It's Elaine Bennis, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh it would have been gosh. closer. Eagles Witchy Woman is 1972. Oh, very nice. Well, See then we were close. She flies. My wife's birth year. Uh, let's move on now to uh, <laughs> alternate titles. They were just handed to me. I got Foley work to do here. Uh, this is what they almost were. Office Space 2, uh, colon, we found more office space in the secret basement. That was almost the name. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, and then they almost went with the haunted hair pull. Sorry, the haunted hair pull Olympics. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Let's go to this I email. Liked her, I liked her solution was just to cut the girl's hair off. I yeah. thought that was Yeah, actually, good. great. It was just, it's such a simple like, all right, well, you got the you got a hold of this? Fine. We'll just great. cut it off. Yeah. It's weird, though, that the ghost didn't think to grab more than just the hair, but whatever. Yeah. No rules. We have no rules. Let's move on now to this uh, these set of texts that we got, okay? You can also email us, okay. filmsack at gmail.com, but we chose from the text this week at 801-471-0462. You don't have to, but it helps if you put a little note that uh, your message is for Filmsack if you're writing for that show, because it's for all the shows. Uh, we'll start with this one from Ryan, who says the following. Regarding the reviews and score roundtable episode, I really think you hit on an idea with personalized movie reviews. I think you should each... Uh, or I think each of you should have something like a five-star and one-star sentence review of each of your sacked movies. This would be a great value for patrons. If you could choose a specific host or, uh, sorry, host and sort by review stars, for example. Cheers from uh, Ryan. So it would take some, that's some programming that would be needed. Uh, yeah. we'd, we'd need Bombats or somebody to spend more of their free You're time. volunteering you again for more work, Bombi. Yeah. You're welcome. Doing free stuff Jeez. for us. It feels like so many of our film sack movies would trend in the one and two and <laughs> yeah. two and a half star range. Yeah. <laughs> also, I, I often come away from a film sack movie both loving and hating it. Like, uh, yeah. it's, pretty, it's a pretty often feeling and mm. I'm like, I don't know what that is. Like, is that an average response or whatever like many times i have like gone to our discord after we release a movie and somebody goes oh i wasn't ready for randy to hate this movie and i'm like what wait hold on i loved this movie yeah why are we it definitely and, and that's why i think it couldn't be a star system it had to be some other weird thing i, I like what we kind of already do which is kind of like we kind of state in the in this like i'm team you know gibbet or whatever i kind of like how we we kind of like yeah it's just not a simple no. sortable list i guess when we do it that way right. but um which yeah. is what he's looking for but we who knows ryan we'll, we'll give it some thought and we'll see yeah uh here's another one from 
Genosaurus. Genosaurus. Sorry. Oh, oh yeah. Good morning. Yeah. Here chiming in about Tylenol and the hangover hecade. Uh, what is wrong with me? Headache. Hecade. Hecade. From Film Sack. So we discussed uh, somebody beating a, uh, you know, or we were talking about drinking though. Was it the thing? How do you beat a, a hangover in the morning or whatever? Or how do you do it ahead of time? And then it also turned to just how to deal with, with uh, different kind of headaches and stuff. Anyway, she says, don't do it. Acetaminophen. <laughs> she says acetaminophen is processed by your liver. Your liver is already working more than normal uh, over the right. abundance of alcohol. Extreme cases are not uncommon, and you end up hospitalized. Motrin or Aleve are better options. Excedrin also has acetaminophen, so don't don't do it. Did do it? Did we talk we about did. this one? We were this talking show? about headaches uh, and hangovers and that the, the feeling is caused by your blood vessels constricting because you're dehydrated. So if you keep drinking water. We did it here water, on Filmstack? But we, I can't yeah. remember where we talked about it. I mean, I, I don't, did we do it on Filmstack? I don't remember talking about that We did. We talked about it on here. It was Randy? definitely here, yeah. Because Randy that? had just, Randy said stuff and yeah, it was definitely here. Because Randy said stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, Randy I, sometimes on TMS. Yeah, well, but I don't think that was there. I think this was here. If my memory I just, serves, I want to. I want to be really, really clear. Um, do not <laughs> do not take medical advice from podcast. Right. And, <laughs> well, yeah. um, do if you're going to take your analgesics, do take them when your blood alcohol content gets down to zero. Mm. That's you know you have a hangover. I think the I think we usually when we're talking about hangover time, it's like many hours later. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually, I don't know. Maybe some people wake up in the morning with a hangover and they still have. A uh, measurable blood alcohol content as bad idea. Mm. Yeah, don't but do when that. you're when you do not have any alcohol in your blood, yeah, maybe you can take that's some. Oh, of course. Some. Yeah, then 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 you're in yeah you know, you're in fat city then. But if you're out, that's the whole point. <laughs> Here's <laughs> an idea: don't drink so much that you get a hangover. Well, right, that yeah. can help you too. Or do like Brian. Yeah. See, the whole point of the Bleah. advice was Brian would say drink a ton of water, and that'll that'll yeah, drink a lot of water exactly. while you're drinking the uh, while you're drinking yeah. the drink, especially but not too altitude. much. Once again. But, yeah, uh, water, don't water, take you advice can, from the yeah, podcast. Don't take advice from <laughs> everything, everything in moderation. That's the best advice, and that one you—that's advice you can take from a podcast. Yeah, take that from right. a podcast, unless you're a moderator. And they, no wait, you don't want to treat everything in your life like you're a Reddit page moderator. Okay, there's there's advice. <laughs> don't don't take any podcast advice in then twenty minutes of podcast advice. Yeah, don't, don't do that. Right? But don't isn't do don't take podcast advice advice you're getting from a podcast? Oh shit! Now we're fun, now we're two levels deep. Oh, bit now snake is eating its own tail. Oh right gosh. There. Uh, Don't we eat got, your own tail. That's also. <laughs> that, that's actually really good advice. advice. Take that advice. Yeah. Don't Here, touch Ron Silver. You turn into a pile of goo. Yeah, a purple pile of goo. You don't want that. Uh, we got one more. This is from Eric V in the Silicon Valley. Not the show, the area. Hi, uh, Film Sack Posse. Wondering if you've ever considered sacking 1994's Brain Scan. It features Edward Furlong and Frank Langella. I was born in 82, and this was one of the first horror movies I remember seeing. It is a VS, VHS rental baby. Uh, back or thanks for all you've done over these many years. Keep calm and sack on, says Eric. I have never <laughs> seen Brain Scan, so I would be. Yes, I would this. be down with Brain Scan. Great uh, cover box. Um, Boy, is that horrible cover art! My God, and I would love. That's the reason why it's memorable because it's like, oh yeah, this is some 
Holy shit. This is some lawnmower man looking yeah. CGI BS right yeah, here. Yeah, this and is cool. On, uh, yeah, I don't know where we're streaming currently, but... Interactive trip to I'm hell. That. That's a great tagline. <laughs> a fully immersive trip to hell. Yeah. <laughs> same, not, director, same director as Lockup, the Slice of Alone movie we saw. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, weird. I, I liked Lockup. That was all right. Same director as Out for Justice by Steven Seagal. Oh, my what? God. Dude, this guy's Sandy freaky. These fit, these pictures up. from the movie are freaky. I'll tell you what, you send us all a copy of the VHS and I'll watch it. It looks <laughs> like the uh, if the lead singer of Dead or Alive was Max Headroom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hilarious. That's a good way of putting it. That's great. <laughs> hilarious. Frank Langella, like Amy a, Headgraves, Hardgraves, these are decent people. I'd watch yeah. this. Uh, he looks like a, the punk uh, bad boy in every 80s teenage movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know the the kid that's like the leader of the punks that, right? I don't yes, know. Fathers yes. are our main characters. That's uh, absolutely correct. He what's he doing? Oh, no, he hasn't done anything for twenty years, twenty three years. I've been no busy. Seven. Back off. Leave me alone, Johnson. Yeah. I, I I'm, I've been I'm having in, things to do. I'm into this. We should see this. Sure. Is it seen? You know, is it, it looks, streaming? It looks so perfectly uh, garbage for yeah. us. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, not streaming anywhere currently. But as soon as that changes. Yeah, you'll let us know. I'm looking at this front cover. It, the cement, the symmetry, with the exception of the nose ring, it's really mm-hmm. throwing me. It's too, it's too exact. Yeah. That's what makes us makes it creepy, right? That's what they did. Good job. I don't know. It's probably Good just job. utter shit. We'll have to see. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's doing okay. I, was, I thought it was utter shit. I was thinking. I was trying to remember. Did I watch it? And it looks familiar. But I don't know if it's seen, just seen the trailer, but. It seems to be rating pretty decent. I, I mean, higher than the, the movie today, almost. Sort of remember Crap. the box, like at a at a yeah, Hollywood box video. Oh, or really? Wow, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen yeah. this thing. Vaguely, uh, something about it, and and specifically Hollywood video, not not a blockbuster. Yeah, not blockbuster. This is like, yeah. uh, which is weird. I why spent, is this always on the shelf? Nobody ever has it checked out. <laughs> yeah, why are there ten of them and the, everything around it is gone? But this one's all here. Weird. Yeah. Uh, that is it for your emails and your texts and we didn't do email so it's just text 801-471-0462 if you use that same number to leave us a voicemail we can play those on the show as well I would like to thank some brand new patrons this week who joined us here at patreon.com slash filmsack including William Coldren Seb Mark Kalzer Casey Butler and my favorite quote and I quote an unhealthy obsession with cinematic dongs unquote ah, wow are you sure it wasn't William Cauldron? Uh, for Halloween? No. no? William oh, okay. Cauldron. Cauldron. Oh, so then not Witch's Cauldron. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should change all. Something fr- you'd conjure from. Yeah. Okay. We'll do like oh, Simpsons okay. Treehouse of Horror and we, we name everybody Halloween <laughs> yeah. names. Yeah. Ooh, we didn't name ourselves that. This We should do that maybe, right? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Would you want to do that? I don't know. I don't know. It sounds know. like a lot of work. Seems like a lot of work. Yeah. Stuff to remember yeah. and do. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Uh, anyway, if you want to be a part of our Patreon, it's a great time to join up. You get pre-show content every week. You get host specials once a month. I do not remember who this month is. I don't. Oh, it's me. It's Randy. That's it right. Me. Randy's right. got cool. something coming, so watch for that. Uh, no commercials ever, and uh, you have art, movie-related art print from me in the mail. All, all kinds of Ooh. reasons to join, but you got to go over there and do it. So go to Patreon.com/slash/filmsack today and join this growing band of weirdos that likes our show all right <laughs> our next movie is the haunting oh my lord another haunting <laughs> yeah. movie holy did, shit did you like uh, lily taylor this week let me give you uh, some lily till... taylor next week oh my gosh i watched leatherface i watched leatherface last week because uh just on my own mm. she's also in that she plays the oh, really? i like leatherface you've seen leatherface i love leatherface leatherface is it. all right i thought it was gonna I be like shit it. it was pretty good 
Actually, like, kind of like is, it. Uh, is this the Lily Taylor movie where she has uh, 65 songs about Joe that she's going to sing every single one of them? Uh, it, uh, and John Cusack's <laughs> going to take some car keys away from people? Yes. Is that, nice. this one? is that this one? That should, that should be your expectation. I yes. want it to be that. All of that sounds great. This, this is, and, and to, I want to be really <laughs> that clear. Was gonna be, that was going to be my, my uh, Twitter post was going to be, Annabelle lies, Annabelle <laughs> lies when she cries. Nice. Nice. Don't think oh, this is the that. Owen Wilson one. Yes, yeah. this is this is Jan de Bont's The Haunting. Oh, both shit. both movies called The Haunting are streaming on Max. Watch yeah. the newer one. <laughs> yeah, the great yeah. cast in this: Liam Neeson, oh, yeah. Catherine Zeta-Jones, Owen Wilson, Lily Taylor, Bruce Stern. Stern. I yeah, usually man. watch this every couple of years. So it's Jenny Madsen. Good. Yeah, Virginia Madsen. Love her. Mm-hmm. Michael Cavanaugh. MC Ganey plays a character called Large Man. Yeah. Oh, this excellent! Fun, this is a fun. This is a fun movie. It's a fun movie. Is he going to put uh, his wiener on the window? Because I'm out. Wiener on the window. <laughs> we are slowly approaching the end of having sacked every Yon Devant movie, and yeah. uh, this one. This one has been looming large in our history. All right. Well, you know, do we have a collection of every? Have we collected everything of any? I've gotten before? all we our John, our Yon Devants. Um, I mean, he's <laughs> done just any any director. Have we ever collected all of them? I don't know. Like, if we've Pokemon? got them all. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm sure there's like one time directors. Well, yeah, that yeah, not one off, like, yeah. like, pr- you know, prolific type director. Somebody who's done a bunch of movies. That'd be interesting yeah. to find that out. I don't know. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's another Bombats thing to go do. Go do that. Find and that for Just him. off the top of my head, we've, we've seen, uh, Equilibrium. We've seen Speed. Obviously Twister. Twister was awesome. Uh, he directed Minority Report. That I mean, okay. We're kind of like kind of the guy close, doesn't right? have a doesn't have a huge list. Uh, Actually, many, he doesn't. Yeah, we could if we do uh, SLC Punk. Many uh, people have suggested oh, we, we, t- we talk about that. Punk. Yeah, uh, Laura Croft, that. Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life. Oh, easy. We could totally do totally that. That do is that. total sack worthy. Thought Crimes feels like it's just perfect. Uh, Thought, yeah. Thought Crimes has never been streaming. I've been tracking that oh, for really? fifteen years. And then the Paperboy is that an adaptation of a like a, a, a movie version of the video game? Yeah, I don't think so. Oh. Do, 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 do. I just hear the music every time you bring it. <laughs> I think I have it here. Hold on. Maybe it's a sexy story like Pizza Boy. Where is that? Do I have that? I think I have. Yeah, that. I mean, if we're just looking at Dur- John, uh, Jean uh directing, is it Jan de Bont? Jan de Bont. Jan de Bont. Speed Twister, Speed Two, Haunting, and Laura Croft Tomb Raider would be. We could complete the Jan de Bont directing. Yes, uh, just with that's that. all. We, that's all I need. Check this out. That's the paper boy. This paper boy. Nice. I used to love nice. this. Man, the quarters I put into that piece of more cowbell. Yeah. Damn. See, there's a retro game you'd have to do some explaining, like. So back in the day, there were these things called newspapers. Yeah, dude. 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 That's so true. Uh, that's funny. Um, well, anyway, The Haunting. It's another haunted house movie I can complain about. So I'm that'll be next about week. This one. Yep. Me uh, too. I'm excited just based on the cast, honestly. That, yeah. uh, that that got me. Yeah, and I never saw this. And at the time, I remember going, Owen oh, Wilson, is this a comedy? And then I kind of blew it off. And now I'll now I'll give it the proper oh, go. I can't Did wait you blow to blow it off like an NES into- part. Yeah, mm. <laughs> can't wait to deep dive into how this was almost a Steven Spielberg thing. Whoa, really? That's oh, crazy. Yeah, that's, needs to do some reading on that. Yeah. I just I just rewatched Twister this week, so I am oh, like really? 
I'm in that frame of mind. Did you did you drink some whole bunch of Pepsi's and then make little spinners out of them when you were done? Just to, mm. <laughs> it's such a good movie, guys. It is a it's, good movie. It's such a good movie. I love it. It's totally so emotional. I, I love the emotion of it. It's, it's like a twister of emotions. It's a real twister of emotions. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Right. Too many good actors in it have died, though, and it pisses me off. Yeah. yeah. And none of them in tornadoes. Yeah. Not a single one. Yeah. <laughs> tornadoes live on. Um, all right. We'll that, that is going to do it for us. Uh, so October continues next week. Uh, again, a Sunday. Just letting people know we're, we're on a slightly different schedule this month, but we'll be back to Saturdays coming Thank you. soon enough. Uh, so watch for that. Filmsack.com is our website. Patreon.com slash Filmsack, as mentioned earlier. Filmsack at gmail.com if you'd like to send us your emails. And leave us reviews wherever you get your shows. That's going to do it for us. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Daddy. <laughs> we'll see you next I time. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Get more at frogpants.com. Where's the doll now? A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.